Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. everyone welcome to another episode of the search cast season two episode 23 presented by primo x hockey level up snacks and in the clutch apparel i'm zach martin i'm bailey curtis and you're from the youtube version you might see our honorary third host <laughs> at the bottom of the screen so usually we kind of wait until after we do our you know our little like back and forth but at this point Bailey, I don't know about you, but it's just like, let's just. She's our third co host at this point. Let's just go ahead and bring her on. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, the one, the person usually replaces me when I'm out. Back for, <laughs> back for the first time in a while for just the three of us, Kat Hunter. How are you doing yeah. today? Hello. Yeah. I, I was kind of, when you said your names, I was like, do I say mine now? <laughs> <laughs> that would be I'm always funny. like, do I go? <laughs> that would be kind of funny if you did. I mean, yeah, we might have to we might have to do some uh, contract negotiations after the show. Be like, <laughs> all right, so what do we need to do? Like, is it just kind of like inevitable at this point? I mean, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it People are already like coming it. for your job, Zach, to bring her on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, so when, uh, when's the takeover going to happen? It's like, geez, guys, things. It's, it's not like I just started this podcast and it's already getting like kicked out before we even hit episode fifty. So it's like. The fall and rise of Zach as the host of the no of the Zach is the fearless Zach is yes. the fearless leader. We yes. have to have keep we have to keep him around even when he's sick and even when he's packing and traveling and all of this. He's yeah. gonna keep us in line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just falling over, just like ah, just passing out from just getting the keeping a bottle of honey on your desk <laughs> in case you need it. At this point, yeah, I mean, I still got like a whole thing of tea still. So yeah, at some point, just why not? The way the way the flu's been for the last couple of weeks, Oof. yeah, everyone's getting it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so when I send you your jersey, is what I'm hearing is I should also send you some whiskey just in case. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say it's, now if, if it's now if it's the Jack Daniels Tennessee honey, I'm all here for it. Like because that is just it's a chef's ah. kiss of whiskey. So I mean, yeah, who do, who doesn't want to ride a Brandenburg jersey with a with a bottle of whiskey like? <laughs> Who says no to that? Oh, if only it would I mean, come that's... in quicker. <sighs> no, it'd be perfect though with some, if there were some storm brews in that bo- in that box Ooh. as well, because that would be fantastic. Because can't get it down here in South Carolina, which is kind of surprising. 
You would think we would have close to North Carolina to get it. Hey, hey Bailey, no one told you to move to Colorado. Okay, that's that's not on, that's not on anyone else but yourself. <laughs> wow. Decisions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I love you, Bailey. Uh-huh. We, we love you. <laughs> so we are we're changing the show up a little bit. We kind of feel like that the previews and reviews are kind of they're okay. Numbers on our downloads say differently, so we're going to kind of go back to what we were doing in season one. This was for our first normal season. We were going to try to do something a little different. We see the numbers, so we're like, all right, let's just go back and just talk like we usually did and just all that good stuff. So we're going to go and do that. We're going to talk about the last couple weeks because it's it's been a time. Yeah. Uh, it's been a time. Plus, plus, <laughs> We did take last week off, so we are going to, you know, catch up a little bit on some games that, you know, we kind of covered, but we didn't know if we were going to review them because we were supposed to be off until this upcoming Friday. But as this past week went, kind of changed things a little bit. So we're like, let's just record on Sunday morning because why not? So um, I requested it. I was like, we need to talk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I made the executive decision to be like, all right, what time Sunday morning are we doing this? So, yeah. So we're going to you know, go over the last few games. I'm uh, going to talk about Piotr's contract because, I mean, how can you not be excited about Piotr mm-hmm. the Great? Baby goalie. Getting a contract extension. Uh, we are going to talk about a certain goalie, talking about goalies, who might be joining a Hall of Fame pretty soon, so we got to talk about that. I know a certain co-host is really excited about that. So we're, we're going to save that for after our sponsorship stuff. So Bailey has to wait a little while, but darn. Okay. When we get when we get there, it'll be fun. <laughs> and then we are doing our forgotten canes, but we are going to do a little bit of a twist because since the fact we're talking about an all-time hurricane, we thought we were going to do something a little bit different. So definitely the way around for that. So definitely a a different format to what we've done for the last few weeks to start season two. So hopefully everyone enjoys the going back to the old format. We're <laughs> gonna be a lot more free flowing, not like like actually planned so we'll see how we'll see we'll see how this goes we'll see how this goes this whole last week has been interesting i don't even know how to form words but before we get all that cat how was your thanksgiving it was good yeah i was gonna say like happy thanksgiving to everyone yeah happy past thanksgiving thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. um it was good um just came down to spend time with family and um yeah it was pretty pretty uneventful and then i went to the couple of games that surrounded it um didn't go into thanksgiving with a great game um but games after were better so maybe the boys just needed some turkey but uh yeah overall my thanksgiving was great So did your dad did your dad tell any great stories like he usually did? Because your dad was absolutely killing me when we were after the game for the home opener. Like he, I was dying. He saves those stories for pe- other people because we have all heard them and we give him a hard time about it. I have to say, <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah. Bailey, we, Bailey, we meet her dad. It just be ready to just continuously just laugh. I the stories wait. are just so great. The He'll, stories are so I mean, great. I've already told him, I was like, she's just, she's just like me. And he's like, oh, okay. Your friend that's joining us for the, and I was like, yes, just wait. And so they're <laughs> very excited. And yes, you will see him in his full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. I'm here for it. 
Because I was going to say our, the tailgate for the stadium series with all of us, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. so ready for that. Yeah, we've been talking. I don't know. It, like We periodically start talking with people about this tailgate. We've already got Brad from the Storm Cellar. Yep. Kinda gonna, he's going to pop in and say hi. Yeah, we got we to gotta get Colin out there, too. Because oh, we yeah. Josh. If he's not too busy cahooting it up with mike maniscalco and them since he's all buddy buddy with them but oh yeah oh that fantasy, <laughs> oh, that fantasy league he's that in. fantasy I mean, league holy the, hey hey his team name is kind of good though the ghost of the ice caps i'm oh, not upset yeah. about that i'm not upset about that yeah hopefully colin josh should hopefully be there too mm-hmm. obviously jules is going to be there and her mom you know so mm-hmm. i mean we, we're gonna my parents are going to be there too so i mean we're gonna have a great tailgate it's gonna oh, be yeah. fun Tara's going to be there, of course. So, I mean, it's oh, just, yeah. overall, it's just going to be a great day for tailgating. Bailey, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. A um, little different than I'm kind of used to Thanksgivings, um, but we ended up just kind of making a little bit of food because uh, it was just my mom, my brother, and I. Uh, we went to the ballet on Friday, which Ooh. was uh, kind of nice. We haven't been in a while. And my mom's like obsessed with the Nutcracker. Uh, yeah, um, Tara's the so. same way. Yeah. She's already told me we have to go sometime this December because it's already yep. down here. Mm-hmm. Already scheduled. So we got to figure out when to go and do that. So, yeah. no, the cool thing was, though, too, is where it was, they, I guess, are partners with uh, where I work. Um, oh. So, Everybody that I work with and I were able to get discount discounted tickets. I don't know how oh. many of them have gotten tickets, but right. yeah, I mean, I, I saw that and I was like, my mom's going to love this. Let me see how, how discounted I can get them. She's right. like, I don't care how much I need to pay for them. We're going. Right. Um, so awesome, yeah. So we went to the uh, ballet. We uh, made, started making holiday cookies yesterday um (laughs) bringing in the uh season i so maybe they're not holiday but i made harry potter themed sorting hat cookies they're butterscotch i mean i mean i mean they're i mean it's i mean it's perfect it's it's perfect all year round i'm not upset about that i mean harry potter plays on the tv nonstop. it's a it's every holiday like like like, like, i'm kind of upset you didn't ask us if we wanted any i I will send you some don't worry okay (laughs) if they survive in the mail Hopefully so. So, she's, gonna so what I'm hearing is she's gonna she's got sorting hat. So she, what she sends us is what house she thinks we're in when she sends Ooh. it to us. Well, I, I've already done Pottermore, so I know what house I'm in. See, but the thing is, though, you can you don't know what house you're getting until you bite into the cookie. So I'm not gonna know what houses I'm sending you guys. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Well. So. <laughs> so. Well, let's just say this before we get the cookies. My Pottermore says I'm a Ravenclaw, so I know Ooh. I can know by that. So. Have you guys done the Pottermore? I have. What's yours, Bailey? I'm a Gryffindor. Okay. Kat, have you done the Pottermore thing yet or no? I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> Same person. Come on. <laughs> I should have known just for the fact that you guys are like twins somehow. Yeah. You know what? That's all right. I'm, I'm finding the lone Ravenclaw. I'm okay with that. It's okay. Hey, Gryffindor. Again, you keep us functioning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, though, I'm really excited for the new Harry Potter game to come out because it looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm. Like apparently, oh, you yeah. can see all the great rooms, uh-huh. like all the common rooms for all the houses. I'm really excited because oh, they did it a sneak. So they cool. did it because you didn't see Ravenclaws or Hufflepuffs, and they're the ones that they did for those are just absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And I'm here for it. So, oh yeah, yeah. But anywho, so Harry Potter cookies, Harry Potter cookies. Um, and then tonight I will be going and doing like a late Thanksgiving with my dad and my oh brother, nice. Um, over at his place. So I'm super well, excited. 
We'll um, tell we'll tell Catfish we said hi. Catfish. I will. I will. He's I'm, just getting over sickness himself. So oh geez. That's yeah. well I'm excited. Did Greg go to the ballet? No, Did he didn't. He okay. actually was up in uh Rocky Mountain National Park with his brother and sister-in-law because they do this annual thing where instead of doing like a traditional Thanksgiving, they go hiking and backpacking. Huh. Um, but since his sister-in-law is pregnant, they didn't want to overdo it. So they decided, hey, kind of nice little park. I mean, we'll be freezing our you know what's off, but <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. just a bit. <laughs> yeah, but they they did like small hikes and uh, little things up in Estes Park, and that's, well, that's where cool. they were. Hey, that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, no. that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. No. So how was yours, Zach? Uh, it was good. You know, um, pretty low key in the morning, just hung out around here for a little bit, then went over to Terra Sisters for a little while, just hung out with the family and all that, then went to a neighbor's across the street that we've known for a while now. Um, Consider them family friends at this point because, you know, just they've been over a lot for a lot of the holidays, so they invited us over to their place. It was good. It was low-key. It was pretty chill. You know, had all the good food, you know, mm -hmm. Prime rib, turkey, mac, like mac and cheese. Uh, I need to in. hear more about this crock pot five, five cheese, cheese mac, mac and cheese. <laughs> oh man, it is so good. Um, Green casserole. We even had like the cornbread um, biscuits that were really good. And of course, you know, pumpkin pie, coconut cream pie, stuff like that. We would have pecan pie, but Tara's sister's allergic to ah. anything that's not peanuts. So. Unfortunately, I think a pumpkin pie on my own because that's that's my favorite for right. Thanksgiving. I like pumpkin pie, but pecan pie is just it's super good. See, yeah. you say it that way too. Wait, how do you say it again? Pecan pie. Oh, I, I thought you said pecan. I was no, like, I heard somebody else say that over Thanksgiving too. I so over Thanksgiving, I ended up volunteering at this uh, thing for the Club Q shooting, okay. um, and catering to a bunch of the survivors. And I heard so many people coming up to the pie station that I was working. They said it pecan. I was like, what? I've pecan. never heard this before. I, I think I kind of say it both ways because it's like you know I, I like pecan pie or pecan pie, but I, I kind of say it both ways. It's just. I know, I'm sitting here being like, how do I say it? <laughs> how, do you, how do you say it, Kat? I, well, we get, every time we go to the game, my dad likes getting the, like, honey roasted almonds and mm -hmm. pecans. Yeah, I say pecans. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, trying to think of how I say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I usually say pecan pie. Like, people say pecan, I'm like, what? I think I just My mom says it that way, and I, I used to think that was, like, a big Southern thing, like, only... Mm -hmm. Big Southerners say it that way. My mom's from Connecticut, and she says it. They, I, I'm not going to oh, say pecans? that because you pee in a can. You eat pecans, <laughs> and that's the way that I look at it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, no, pecan pie is my favorite. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I don't know. It's, Can't go wrong. Yeah, I mean. What's, you your, really what's everyone's favorite Thanksgiving food? I mean, besides desserts. It's on Bailey's post. For me, it's either it's either mac and cheese or stuffing. Yeah. For me, it's, it's so my family. We do a thing. Uh, we yeah, we get turkey, um, but a lot of times we'll get like a honey baked ham to go along with it. So it has to be between honey baked ham and green bean casserole. Green bean casserole mm -hmm. is very slept on. Like a lot of people don't like mm -hmm. it. It, it, it. It's one of those like love it or hate it dishes. Yeah. I love it. It's I love so the good. green beans. That's the kind of greens I want when I have my Thanksgiving. But right, um, yeah. 
here, mashed potatoes. I'm a mashed potatoes girl. Yep, mashed yeah, potatoes every year, but especially during Thanksgiving. And after have, a while, we, like yeah, my grandparents used to make it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah my grandparents used to make it, and now I I take it over because they nice. won't make it otherwise. They're like all about their sweet potato pudding and recipe, and ah. I'm like, no, I'm doing mashed potatoes. Yeah, we 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 yeah uh, we had sweet potato. We had the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. They had that as like this as like the substitute for the mashed potatoes. It's all right. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as mashed potatoes. Well, my uncle he used to do a cheesy mashed potatoes, Ooh. which are just absolutely amazing. But I mean, there's a lot of dishes that are kind of like you love it or hate it. I'm not a turkey person, so when we do, my sister and I started doing prime rib a couple of years ago. I'm like, this is fantastic. I mean, they'll still do turkey if some people want it, but I'm like, I'm good. I just that's for me. I've just never liked it. Like, I think one time my parents did it where they. Put in a, a food processor, mix it with mayonnaise, and did like you know mix it up like that, and put on Hawaiian Hawaiian rolls. Ooh! And did did a like turkey sliders. Yum! That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty much the only time I've liked turkey is when we did it on the on the Hawaiian rolls on for They sliders. put it in a food processor, like it was all like ground up. Yeah, but you mix it with mayonnaise, of course. Like you mix it up and stuff. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Hey, don't hey, don't knock it. I'm not. I'm trail. not knocking it. I'm not knocking. No, I'm looking at it. cat. I'm looking at cat. This is like gross, but I, I won't knock it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, my face gives it away. But I think yeah, all I see is just like. Well, what? I'm, I'm picturing like kind of chicken saladish, but like with turkey. I guess I don't know. Uh, it just sounds. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it. Testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. It, it yeah. does sound weird, but... See, when you put that image in my head, I kind of want to ew at it, too. <laughs> that's why my face did that, because that's the first thing I thought so, of. So, so, basically, so basically, Keck got the ick and was just like, no, no, nah, fam. But no, like, if you if you actually try, it's actually pretty... Like I said, it's the prime... We've done prime rib. It's just what it is. Now, for Christmas, we do the ham. Because Christmas and ham, it just goes hand in hand. Right, it's yeah. Just, you can't go yeah. wrong with it. So, we I mean, ham and turkey, it kind of depends what my mom feels like doing. I don't, turkey for me is just dry. Like, I've never had it. Of course, you got to do it the right way. Well, see, my parents, they, they've done a deep fried turkey and they said that's the best because it's like some more juicy. I'm like, I haven't tried it. If I've had like deep fried, if I tried deep fried turkey, I might like it better. But so we haven't had. Um, like, you know, when you picture mashed potatoes and gravy and all, you picture like the, most people picture the brown gravy, like the really thick brown gravy. So for us, the way my mom does the turkey and with like the vegetables and all the stuff in it, like the juice from the turkey is our gravy. So like she'll dish that out and then like 
put it on like it goes on the turkey it goes on mashed potatoes. like what if you want to use gravy that's what it is and it's right. so good and it makes the turkey stay juicy right Ooh. okay mm-hmm. not, bad. Really not bad not bad yeah, yeah it's really like good. really it's like good seasoned like light gravy right. <laughs> it okay. doesn't have all the fat in it <laughs> right now now let's say this so we all know our favorites what's the what's the one dish it could be from like this year or from years past. What's the one Thanksgiving dish you would be like, delete it, never bring this back. Like it just needs, this needs to die. It needs to go away from the table. Like what's the one dish you wish that that was just never, ever appear on a we, Thanksgiving table. We talked about it here. Actually, your cat brought it up for me. It's the sweet potatoes with the uh, marshmallows on top. Ooh. No, not a fan, not a fan of the uh, sweet potato. Pot. It's, sweet potato, it's like or is it just... sweet potato casserole or something. Oh, yeah. oh so, you're, so you're saying sweet potato casserole? It... Just get rid sweet of it. Sweet potato. I've always is called it sweet potato it... casserole. Yeah, because <laughs> te- technically a casserole because a sweet potato pie. It looks. It's just like a normal pie. It's in a normal pie dish. It, it is so... very. Conf- it's very confusing because it's the exact same thing. It's just you do marshmallows on top and it makes it a casserole. It's a weird thing. I don't know why yeah. we two do different things for sweet potato. My... So. My sister, so she ordered that from a place this year, and I love it. I love the like pureed, like really smooth potatoes, whatever they are. Um, our family's recipe is a sweet potato pudding kind of thing, and it's a lot mm. more like crunchier, um, mm. probably a little healthier. I don't know, um, maybe I'd like that better. I just any they they all love it. I don't like I like the pureed kind, but right. um, I don't know. I like most of our Thanksgiving food. I guess if like. One that comes up for other people is like stuff like broccoli salad and stuff like that. I'm just like, mm. what? I'm also That's... not a big cran. I'm also not a big. I'm not a big cranberry sauce person either. So okay. that too. that that's my dish. I'd be like, just no. See, like, that's the one my dad and I like rave over is the cranberry the sauce. The problem is, though, every time I is see it homemade cran- or is it coming out of a can? No, it's coming out of a can because we, we can't home make that. That's We, we don't we, trust ourselves. Here's my it. problem, though. People bring it on the little slice, like how they slice it up and then put it on a plate as like cranberry slices. Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> see, it's more no. satisfying when you get to slice it yourself because it, it slices so smoothly. Oh, so, ba- so basically it has to have the the canned grooves in the cranberry sauce to make oh, it yeah. look like it's legit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I See, don't know. and that, that's the thing for me is maybe I'm just like an aesthetic person, but I like the like slice down the, or, like slicing my own little cranberries and it get, the knife goes so smoothly through and it's, here, it's here, Bailey's, here. Like, Bailey's like, here's my <laughs> cooking for Thanksgiving is slicing the cranberry jello. <laughs> Another one I have to say, yams. Get it off the table. Yeah. Who eats yams? Mm-mm. Not my thing. Just like straight up. Just yams. Candy. They, sometimes they'll do like candied yams. Oh, we don't have. We, we never have that. So it's and yeah. Sweet potatoes no. are best. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just a, yeah. Yams I can't do. Now we're talking about drinks. People bring the most like weirdest like drinks to at Thanksgiving. It's like no, don't see don't, a classic. Don't make a this class- complicated. Right. A classic for us at our house, too, is we, we'll get, like, the Welsh's sparkling grape juice. Oh, like oh, like the like how they do it for the holidays, where it's, like, in that fancy-looking bottle, and it's mm-hmm. got the Welsh's sparkling... Not, so like it's like sparkling you can either juice. get red grape juice or white grape juice. They do, yeah, yeah, like that's apple. Good. That's, yeah, that's some good stuff. That's some good stuff, yeah. for sure. 
And it, it used to make me feel all bougie too, especially when I was below drinking age and everybody else had their little wine glasses. <laughs> I could just pour my grape juice and be like, I'm part of the big big key club now. <laughs> drink, <laughs> drink, 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 with, drink with your pinky out. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel included. I feel special that's now. How, Thanks. Yeah, that's how I felt with the sparkling apple juice before I could drink. Yep. Yeah. I know. I think for a couple, like, Thanksgivings in a row, like, I would bring, like, the barefoot pink Moscato to mm -hmm. the... Those are the first ones instantly gone. Like, yep. people would... Like, it will be wine, whiskey, everywhere all over the place. I bring two bottles of those and then i go back to the table to, you know because i'm like oh you know it's time for me to grab a glass because you know i want to try because i got it all gone <laughs> yeah the last time i did it i'm like hold up i poured myself all right have fun i'm just gonna go. yep <laughs> i get first pour dang and i brought this drink and then everyone's just like eh, it's the first one gone every yep. single time so <laughs> yeah but all right, so we've done about 24 minutes of just talking about Thanksgiving and food. So maybe it's yeah, I hope everyone's hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> I Everyone hope you have welcome. a bunch of leftovers to keep you satiated during this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I know of some people that said like, oh yeah, we have we usually have like leftovers for like a week straight. I'm like, I would probably get tired of Thanksgiving leftovers by like day oh, two. Oh never. My mom makes turkey soup with the leftover turkey bones and stuff. It's so good. Hmm. That sounds like like for me, it's like by day three, I'm kind of over it. I'm like, all right, unless it's like mac See, and cheese or the or the stuffing or the good stuff, fine. Yeah, carve out. <laughs> yeah, if it's like everything else, ah, take it or leave it. But yeah, See, no, that's a mistake that we made because I'm the same way with the green bean casserole, and we only made like a single like casserole dish. Normally, we oh, double the recipes, no. so oh, we have, have extra. To, you have to, you have to double. <laughs> You always double. We didn't do that beans. this year. My mom made the last little bit and she made a comment about like getting more green beans. And I went to go check the fridge and there was no more green bean casserole. I was like, mom, where'd it go? <laughs> you always double the green bean casserole. I, yeah. I, I know for the future now. Rookie mistake, man. That's Rookie. the worst moment when you go expecting some leftovers and you go and they're gone and you're just like, but I was planning on that. <laughs> yeah. And then all you have left is the leftovers you weren't really kind of fond of. You're like, there's a reason they're the leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you look at it, you're like, how's going to make myself a PB&J sandwich and just. <laughs> just just like, like, I'll, I'll go cry to myself now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. You start, crying, you start crying in the corner. But anyway, we should probably talk about some hockey. Yeah, if there's you, a lot that's gonna happen. Give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, so but. sorry if you listen. If you if you've been here for the last twenty minutes, listen to us ramble on about Thanksgiving. I mean, we kind of had to. It's you know, it's the holidays, especially Plus, when there was an unplanned episode to happen. <laughs> right, exactly. Of course, you know the last episode we did was like the week before, so you really couldn't do a whole lot in talking about that. So I mean. Right. We gotta catch up, you know. It's we're a family here at the Surge Cast, you know. We gotta. And we want to talk about the happy things before we talk about some sad things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to talk about the sad things. So. <laughs> well, hey, we have a happy thing to talk about before getting into the sad things. Peter oh. contract. Oh yes. All right. So let's do, let's do the, <laughs> let's do the Peter contract first, and then we'll go into the all the games. And all that. So, uh, if anyone was living under a rock or wasn't paying attention or more focused on Thanksgiving and all that, uh, Piotr, <laughs> Piotr did get a contract extension. It was for four years, uh, two million per. So it's a four four year contract with an eight million dollars overall. And I mean, it's one until twenty twenty six twenty seven. Yep. Um, so I mean. 
fantastic extension. You get him for two years, mm-hmm. $2 million per for the next four. You really can't go wrong with that. I mean, he's, play, he's played really well this year. I mean, yeah. he hasn't really had a bad game necessarily. I mean... I mean, there's a few you could make an argument for because, I mean, not that I saw a lot of these games just with the holidays and I've been kind of tuned out of hockey a little bit uh, with all of that. Um, I mean, there's I mean, he's still a rookie goalie. So he has not hit a full year in North America. Yeah. So if, if, I mean, that, there's a, that says anything, right? There's a little bit of grace to be given in some of the goals that he's given up. I th- but I think he came around like what back in February or March of last year or this. Yeah. Of so this I mean, year. he's getting close to hitting his mark. Yeah, he's getting close to hitting a full year in North America. But for the fact he's already got like at one point he had like what five straight wins in his first five games. You know, won a playoff game. Like, and he won a Calder. So, I mean, sorry, caught a cup with the Chicago Wolves. I mean, still, I mean, he's done a lot mm-hmm. in in almost a year yeah. over here in North America. So, I mean, it, it's so a solid two contract. Years, two year, $2 million for four years. I mean. Can't go wrong with that. No, it's a solid contract. What, watch it. Watch this be like year two or three into that contract. And he's just like playing out of his mind. You're like, we're paying this guy $2 million a year. Yeah. Like, and it can't almost. Can't wrong with that. Yeah, and it makes you think, too, because a lot of chatter came up when the contract was signed, too, about what does this mean for Freddie or Auntie Ranta? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Kat, what were your thoughts when you <clears throat> saw the contract extension? And then, you know, like what Bailey's saying, like, what does that kind of lead to with our possible goalie situation for the rest of the season? Yeah, so we all, when we saw Peter come up, like, and how he played last season and just coming up this season, like, we all knew, I mean, I figured it, and it, it, it felt a little different than with uh, Ned, but yeah. uh, we kind of know Peter's like, the goalie of the future. So it's mm. just kind of <laughs> like, how, but we were like, we're going to, you know, it's fine to leave him down there and let him keep, because he's good, but he could use a little bit more, you know, well, I mean, experience yeah. and training. So... I'm not surprised that we signed him because we're not like, we're not going to want to let him go. Um, And we're kind of writing two goalies that when we got them, we knew that they were injury prone. Um, And so it was kind of like, okay, well now we have a big superstar coming up. Makes sense to get him go and get him in here. I'm very curious to see. So I think Ronta has been playing well. I honestly think we, our team has been leaving Ronta out to dry a lot. um, Cause I don't think really any goals are his fault. Um, recently, like, I think he's maybe had like a, like an iffy rebound here and there, but overall he's been pretty dialed in. Um, I'm curious because Rod says that Freddie is nowhere near ready Mm -hmm. to return. Like he's not on the ice. He's not. And I'm like, so are we going to see him at all again? Because even when he comes back from injury, are you going to take off your new superstar that's getting warmed up and is playing really well? And I wouldn't just, I wouldn't take away Ronta because he's been playing pretty like solid as well. So yeah. like, and, and also if Freddie's coming back straight from injury, like he's going to be rusty, mm-hmm. like as we saw at the beginning of the season. So yeah. I'm very curious to what we'll do with Freddie. Cause he was our number one, but when you're number two and number three step up so much to the plate, you can't really take them away. Right. Um, or a maybe of a guy coming back from an injury. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I know because I think there is a like a clause in with the AHL. I'm not sure. I have to go back and look. I think there's a thing where like, you can do like 
conditioning stints down in the AHL, depending on how you Well, yeah, that's what is. Shane Wright with uh, the Seattle Kraken ended up doing. That's yeah, the kind yeah, of contract yeah, be, he's been to. Yeah, because yeah, because he played over 10 games, so they kind of burned his ELC. And now he can't go in and play anywhere else. Well, and like you said, unless he goes and does his contra- uh, conditioning stint. So my guess is they might do that with Freddie. If not, I don't think they're going to ride with three goalies because then who are you going to send back down to – have three goalies on the roster to get Freddie back going. Uh, the, the thing is that like Piotr is still technically on a two-way, so I really wouldn't be surprised if they send him back down just so that we can they can give him more time to develop down there, even though he has been playing well. Because if you, because you look at Rontas and Freddie's contracts, they're both one ways. You can't send either one of those guys down unless you go through waivers. You send one of those guys down, a team is easily going to go and take him because. I mean, they're still really good caliber goalies that could start on it. Uh, they both could start on other teams with no issues. Oh, yeah. So I I would say, I hate to say it, but I think if anything, if Freddie does come back and he's ready to go 100%, I wouldn't be surprised if the Canes sent Piotr back. Yeah. Just because the fact he's on a two-way. And I mean, I was going to say, too, this sets us up perfectly for Freddie's uh, contract and Auntie Ranta's contracts to end at the end of the season. So right, exactly. And that's you know, one less goalie that we have to worry about once and, the season and, ends. Right, and when that play and that plays into trade deadline. So for me, it's this: I I see one of those two, one of those two being Freddie or uh, Ranta leaving at the trade deadline, and then they bring Piotr back up, let him finish out the rest of the season with the team in Carolina get him ready for next season. So that way, you know, you have one goalie contract to worry about next year if you bring the other goalie back or you go get someone else to back up Piotr. But, he, but that really depends so, on what they want to do. So in your opinion, of Ranta or Freddie, mm-hmm. who do you think would who do you think would stick around? Who do you think's going? At this moment during the season, who do you think is going? And who do you think we might keep? I honestly think Ranta stays. Uh, for me, I think it depends on who the Canes get a better offer for. Right now, it's a toss-up. Depending on what you can get back for Ranta or Anderson, I think the Hurricanes are going to go with that option. It's I don't think it's one or the other. They're just, oh, it's clearly this guy or it's clearly this guy. I think it's whoever they can get the best package deal for him. That's the guy that's going to leave. Because they're both technically a 1A, 1B right now. Like last year, we could clearly tell that Freddie was the one to rant us to just because of how, mm-hmm. how their games kind of like the differential and like how many games were played. Right. This year, right now, it's like a 1A, 1B because Freddie's been out for a while. Rant, you know, Rance has been playing pretty decently too. So I think it's gotten a lot closer. But if I'm the Hurricanes, I would just listen to all offers on both guys and whichever one's better. Just go with that and then just figure out what you're going to do next year. If you bring the other one back, it's going to be for less than what they were making this year, unless you go get it, unless you go get a different backup goalie for, you know, Piotr. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be interesting because I feel like, um, I feel like it kind of, so if you're going to, if you're going to lean towards Ronta, uh, he mm. is a, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com like second goalie, but like you would think if he, if he sees Freddie leave, I mean, he might be thinking, okay, it's my turn to step into that number one spot, but you have Piotr for him to compete against, which kind of makes me think back of when we had Morazic and we had Ned because you were like, which ones you would think the one would immediately be the number one, but the other one was coming up and you don't know if like the number two is it's a hot goalie situation to stay number two. Yeah. Like, or like if they well, see themselves wanting to be a starting goalie instead of the second. So yeah. Cause yeah. Cause he, cause here's the thing though, too, is uh, Ranta, uh, his contract this year is 2 million. Freddie's is four and a half. So, right. So with those two combined, you're looking at six and a half million dollars for both of those goalies right now. Ranta and Kachikov combined are only making 2.842 million. Cause you know, Piotr's on a ELC for $842,500. So, I mean, you are looking at a significantly less amount of money. Um, and Freddie and Ranta are both 33. So, I mean, if you bring either one of them back, <laughs> yeah. They, they're For goalies, yeah, they are kind of yes. getting into that. They're in the higher end of the age limit of goalies. So, I mean, you could bring either one of them back, but I think Ranta on a cheaper deal, I could see him staying for next year to be Piotr's backup because I don't think Freddie's going to come back for less than $3 million to be a yeah. 1A, 1B with Piotr. I don't know. Like, for me, it's either it's going to be whoever does stay, may still leave at the end of the season regardless, or they'll stay for a lesser deal, but then know they're going to be doing a <clears throat> what Boston was doing last year with Allmark in Swayman, right, straight up, just half and half in the the season all next year. It just depends on who wants to do that more, or the Hurricanes can go in a completely different route and just go get a different goalie in free agency or trade for a backup of the future mm, to be behind people. That's, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what we yeah. did before. We were just yeah, like, we did. everyone freaked out, I included, because for a long time we didn't have any goalie signed, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. We need this position. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, well, maybe yeah, a little have, important. Yeah, well, we had and R- Reimer, Morazic, all that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, and then well, and then it's interesting because like if you're thinking about the trade deadline, mm-hmm. so around this league, like everyone has noticed this season, goalie injuries are big for oh, everyone. Yeah. Like nobody is safe. Um, yeah. Even the hot goalies are having it, like are getting injured, and it's giving guys like seconds to come in but then a lot of them a lot of teams have had both goalies go out injured um so it's interesting at the trade because there'll probably be people looking for a goalie Mm -hmm. and would they be interested in you know we freddie 
who mm-hmm. is has proven he's he's great, but mm-hmm. right now he's coming off an injury and might still be kind of iffy. Or would you be looking for, hey, we just need someone that we can be that can be dependable and reliable while our goalie kind of recuperates, and that could be Ranta. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting because like they both have different things to offer, but like we I wouldn't want to give up Ranta, but like with Freddie's injury, it would be kind of hard to also deal him to anyone because you don't yeah. if you already have injuries, you're not wanting to take an injury. Right. So exactly. it's 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 weird. <laughs> we have like yeah. a plethora of goalies, but also a plethora of injuries. <laughs> yeah, and then me and Bailey were talking about this early um before the show started. It's like what teams would even be thinking about getting a goalie? And I'm like, San Jose possibly, maybe Seattle, because Seattle right now is in a hunt for a playoff spot. The Nergoli situation is kind of iffy already as it is mm-hmm. with Grubauer. I would say I would be surprised if they did something. Vancouver possibly. I mean, Thatcher Demko hasn't really had a great start this year. His prolonged <laughs> slow start has been brutal. I mean, you could look Matt at knows this from fantasy. <laughs> yep. Yep. That. Hmm. Um, I mean, it depends on Edmonton, how Edmonton's going to be doing with, you know, how that situation is going to work out with them. I mean, there's so many teams right now that could possibly like the Minnesota wild. Mark Andre Fleury has been playing. Okay. But I mean, I'm telling you right. Like, with Dallas, like you said, goalies getting hurt. Like, was it Wedgwood or someone? One of their goalies got hurt and had to get stretched off the ice. So, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a ton of teams right now that could potentially would want, like Colorado. France Sos isn't really been playing the greatest right I now. I don't see them going for a different goalie. I see them writing Georgiev and Francos, but that's Oh, no, just I'm just me. saying, like, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I mean, anything can happen. You can get surprised where a team is like, okay, I we mean, need the Avalanche, the Avalanche is, they've proven they can write a, a okay yeah. goalie. Right. <laughs> or, they, or, they've got enough talent ahead of them to be okay with that. Or I would say, like, depending on with Nashville, because Saros has been kind of iffy. Are they going to ride Lonkin in the whole season too? Is their backup? Yeah. So I mean, it's po- like you can like it's possible that any team can go get a goal if they wanted to. And like I said, depends on how the package is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Hurricanes would take offers by the trade deadline and be like and helping their cause of figuring out their goal situation for next year because they're not going to bring both these guys back with Piotr's two million dollars kicking in next year. Like Piotr is going to be with the Hurricanes next season at you know opening night it's just is he gonna be in a 1a 1b or is he gonna be the starter it all just depends but i i definitely see one of those guys leaving by the deadline depending on who gets the best offer for what guy i think that's how the hurricanes might go through that right um also i pulled up um because i was trying to find it so with piotr's um deal Mm -hmm. this contract walks him right up into ufa and it actually buys one year of his ufa status Yep. Yeah, so, it does. Which will be interesting. I think that comes up right about the time. It's it's going to impact. So this deal is going to impact when we have all of the other deals going on. We have to re-sign some of our big names. I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> uh, I'm also I'm also pulling out cap friendly as well. Yeah, because I think there is. <clears throat> so we the only person that we have signed through the or 26-27 season is uh, or we have two not including Piotr and that's Andrei Svechnikov and Jesperi Kokaniemi. Um, there's yeah. contracts uh, 
ending in 2526, and that's in Jacob Slavin and Brent Burns. Uh, you're also looking at 2425. You're looking at Sebastian Aho, Jordan Martinuk, Stefan. Yeah, 2425 is not going to be fun. <laughs> uh, Bray Shea, Brett Pesci, Jalen Shatfield. Yeah. Like, and that's in that 2425 is the last year of Slavin's and Burns' contracts. I mean, even like, and then, and, and then next season. <laughs> Uh, Dylan Coughlin's an RFA uh, after this year. I mean, Calvin DeHaan's mm-hmm. contract ends after this year. Uh, Derek, I Stephon. love Cogs. I don't think he's coming back. I love him, but I don't. I mean, he hasn't he, played in so long. <laughs> he need, he needs to go to the AHL at this point. He needs to play in um, Chicago. Uh, yeah. Paul Stastny's contract ends this year. He's not going to come back. He's not been playing that great. Uh, Jasper Foss contract ends this year, and Jordan Stahl's contract ends this year too. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. Oh, uh, Tim Tim I'm sorry, Tim Vinus contract ends um, after the 23-24 season, and then Andre Kasha's ends after this year, along with Freddie's. Him and Stasny aren't coming back. There's no way. There's no Ooh. way. <laughs> Oh, oh, Ka- Stassi and Kasha aren't coming. Yeah, back. no, no. They're, no they're, they're, if they do, not... I don't know why. It's a waste of it's a waste of money. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of veteran depth. They thought it was going to work, but just injuries and just playing right now. It's just I can't blame Kasha because he's had because he's been on concussion protocol for like weeks now. Yeah, but I mean, there's a no. I'm not lot... blaming him, but like we knew that with them coming in, oh, yeah. and so yeah. it wasn't a surprise, and it's just kind yeah. of unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean, Coughlin's still on a six. He's still in an ELC type deal, so he's going to be an RFA. I do see the Hurricanes bringing him back, but I still, I, right now, I think he they need to make it a two way and keep him in in Chicago and let him figure it out. Because right. for whatever reason, it's just like he won't crack this lineup. So I guess because he's just trailing that Chaffield and DeHaan play so good as a third pair. Rod doesn't want to bring well, up the defense. It's because it's not the defense. It's just our scoring has gone. The yeah, scoring is lost. Cogs, we'll, we'll get to and that. And Cogs, if he goes in, if Cogs goes in, he goes in what for Dahan? And so, who would you rather have in? The guy that knows the system and is very used to playing with us, or the guy that's still learning it and has a few laps? Like you're going to give it to the veteran. Uh, yeah, right. I, w- I would say if you're bringing Cogs in, you got to sit Chaffield because like it's not worked out with Chaffield and Cogs together. It's got to be Dahan and one of those two guys. Like right. you, you can't. Have but both. don't they play the same? They don't play the same side, do they? I mean, you would put someone on their offside then. No. So Cogs and Chatfield both are right-handed D, or oh, they're they're okay. both right D, and Dahan plays both positions. So yeah, got it. Yeah, but, right. but he normally substitutes Dahan or Cogs. He doesn't really substitute. Chatfield was kind of constant with whoever. Yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like, really it, like if like if you want to do it correctly, I would say you would have to do it to where it's. You should do Calvin DeHaan and one of those two guys. Taking DeHaan out and putting them two together, it just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked, yeah. DeHaan is that anchor for that third pair to make mm-hmm. it like sustainable. So who is it? This, this season you said it's Quickie and Jordo that are their contracts are? Yes. So, yeah. Jordo, yeah. uh, Quickie, Stastny, and Stefan. Kasha. Okay. So- and, 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 and Kasha, Freddie, and Ronta. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, and Cogs, but he's an RFA. So, so taking away, um, we talked about the goalies, and then we're pretty, you know, sassy and Kasha away. What are your thoughts on Jordo and Quickie about them coming back? 
bring them both back. Jordo, we we've talked about this a little bit. I think Jordo starts signing one year contracts until he decides retirements. And it's going to be a lot less than six million dollars. I'm, I would see him probably taking half, taking about three million for a year. I I think that's a little low ball for for the guy who's a captain of the team. Let's also let's also remember too. It's Jordan Stahl. Like he understands about trying to keep. A team that yeah, he's been here for a long time. I think Jordo kind of understands. I think he would take a hometown discount to stay with Carolina to help the team get better instead of being like, I want all the money. I mean, Martin, I mean, if Martin did it, I would understand that Saul would do it. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's a captain's captain. Like, he Jordo's been here for what since like the early 2010s, like, he's been here for a long time. Yeah, I just like, I, I don't like, know. Like I feel he was, like, like he was here when Eric was. There. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to lowball him. Let's no, right. I know. Like, I don't. Should I, it be okay. lowball? No. But if in doubt, he would do it. If we needed to, you know, if we had to figure out something with yeah, no, Aho not, or I, any of them. No, I, I'm agreeing. With, like I'm not saying we should lowball him. I'm. I'm just saying I could see it where it could be three okay. million dollars. He would I'm take gonna, them uh, to the team if he needed to. That's my because I got I, a little worried. It was like you guys are only <laughs> wanting to pay him three mil. Like no, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, no, I want to give get, him the world. <laughs> I'm, I don't want a little bomb. I can see where that's a possibility that the Hurricanes would try to be like, hey, can you want to take a hometown discount? Let's try to you know, make this team stay together longer, stay better, and stuff like that. I can see him doing it. Like I said, I'm not – I love Jordan Stahl. Don't get me wrong. I have a Jordan Stahl jersey. I've shown you what it looks like. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I love Jordan Stahl. Like before Jacob Slavin came, Jordan Stahl was my favorite Hurricane before we got Jacob. So, I mean, yeah. yeah like, if, I wanted to if- stay. I wanted to stay. It's just – I'm hoping that it's a hometown discount. So at least that yeah, we can get. If you had Aho, if you had Aho and you had Jordo, all right, and you needed to get them both to stay, the one that you, that would probably take a little bit of a pay cut and be flexible. As much as I love Aho because he's young and he can offer a lot to other teams, Jordo would be the one that you would try to negotiate probably less with, just to yeah. get him to so you could keep other younger ones. Right, and I hate to I, say, and it, I think I, he'd yeah. understand it. Yeah, and I hate to say this, but it has to be brought up with, with Sebastian Ajo. He did sign that offer sheet with Montreal. We got to keep that in, in perspective, too. I love Sebastian Ajo, but we can't overlook that little fact, too. He yeah. did sign that offer sheet. He could have said no, and it would not that big of a deal. But he did force the Canes' hand to give him a bigger contract. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's not a negative against him. It's just like it's we have to we, we we have to be realist here. That did happen. Like yeah. we're not delusional here. We know what transpired. Yeah. So I mean, yes. it is what it is. So but yes. that's going off of your point, Cat. A guy who's gonna be more flexible will be Jordo. Okay. So but yeah. I'll yeah, I would love to bring both of them back though. If we can get Oh yeah, Quickie, I want Quickie can... back. Oh my gosh, he's with the mix up of the lines recently. He has whatever line he's been on, he's contributed. And it's been he, his board he, battles are he he has always been the unsung hurricane that we that we somehow always keep forgetting. Like we keep talking about all these guys that we have. Faust is the one that's always an unsung guy. Like he's just constantly every night doing his job. And yeah. like what Rod, like what Ross says, it's not about the score sheet, it's are you doing your job? Mm-hmm. And Quickie mm-hmm. is the guy who does his job consistently every single night. Like oh, he yeah. might not be scoring goals in a consistent basis, but he doesn't give up a lot of goals either. Like, yeah. 
Like we, we see plus minus as a stat is kind of overrated and kind of overused, but it's also like for the minutes, I, I use it as a context stat compared to like time on ice. Like you can't just look at time on ice and you can't just look at plus minus. They, they're, they a lot of times they go hand in hand for me. Exactly. And that's why I look at those two as a combined measure stat rather than an individual. Is this guy good? Or is this guy bad? Just on either one. It's a, it's one of those combined stats. So you have to look at, in terms of a context perspective absolutely of how, how a player does and quickie is good mm-hmm. consistently oh yeah it it made me nervous the other night we finally broke up the third line i think i i messaged you guys in all caps and i was like oh my gosh was broken up the third line was that was that I think last it was against boston i think it was oh. against boston let oh, me and I'm it, look at this it terrified me because that's the line that rod it's so consistent and he doesn't touch it and it's like no um so he broke it up and there was one of them on the first three lines um and i know, I know I jordan was, i know martinuk was back on the first line again against martinuk was, martinuk was the, yeah he was on the first line um i think i think Foss was on the second and jordo stayed on the third um and i was nervous because i was like when you we're touching a line we don't touch. And I was like, if I want, yeah. So that was for the Calgary game. They kept it together for the Boston game. Okay. And so (laughs) they, it made me nervous, but honestly watching them play, they like what they contribute together every night on that line together, they were contributing on every line that they were on. And I was like, this is actually kind of working. And it was, let's keep in mind too. Jarvis (laughs) scored last night against Calgary on that third line. Yeah, it's it's weird because you want those guys to skate together, but if they can break consistently, because right now, like our first two lines. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Mainly our first line, because let's be honest, the confidence line was clicking. Like the confidence line was mm-hmm. grooving. Mm-hmm. We broke the confidence line when Tavo went out, and that hurt us. I think. Yeah, it's just, and this is where this is where everyone's like, well, "It'd be great to have Patch ready right now." Don't. No, it'd be great don't. to have Teravinen right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Patches. He just hasn't like we haven't seen how he fits in it. So like, yeah. no matter if you're like, hey, he's a scoring guy, and you're like, it'd be great if he came in. He still doesn't. He's not in our system. Like he's mm-hmm. not part of that yet. So he I, has had games to it. I, I I really hope Tabo though when he comes back. I really yeah. hope he starts to get going because That's this exactly is exactly this is a really slow start for Tabo though. Like I love Tabo, but his slow start 
it's kind of torpedoed that first he line. got injured at the worst moment possible for him too because he yeah. was starting to kind of get in a groove getting assists and at least kind of getting up there in production I, and then he went and got injured and yeah. I, i'm afraid that that's gonna stint something yeah because if you look at how the first lines like aho was doing okay seth jarvis he's on the soft like everyone's like oh he's in a sophomore slump no because the first line wasn't clicking like like i hate like i love tavo but his production was torpedoing that first line pretty bad like the whole line was struggling Uh uh-huh he yeah because it's hard for like we love jarvis but jarvis is still he's young and he's new and he's not he's not like a fetch where he's gonna power his way to the goal and make something happen all by himself right like he yeah. does well like his last goal with burns he does well with a good feed or someone really like he's doing all the work to get there and he's got someone backing him up he can't yeah. take it himself so like if the uh-huh. if his line isn't helping him he's gonna struggle yeah, and yeah. so and like his even if you're saying he's in some sort of slump and for a while you know we compared it to nature's for last year the difference with jarvis what he's doing now and what Natchez was doing last year is if you watch Jarvis, he is hustling. He's actually getting pucks. He's winning board battle. He's doing all this. The puck's just not coming to his stick at the goal. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. if it does, he's getting a deflection or the goalie's getting it. Like it's not like Natchez was last year missing passes, doing bad passes, mm-hmm. just overall just wasn't clicking himself with his skill, whereas Jarvis mm. is, it's just not finding the back of the net. Right. And exactly. I mean, let's talk about that too, that first goal that he or that goal that he had in Calgary. It was a tip-in. And he and that's the one thing that I think Jarvis is really, really good at is his positioning when we're in that offensive zone. Yeah, like his his net front presence is pretty solid for a guy his size. Is like he's good. Like I said, it's not even a slump. It's just he can't get going if the rest of the line's not going as well. Because we right. all, because every team has guys that they, if the line's going, everyone's going. It's just they couldn't do anything right now, and it's not on Seth. Like Seth has been, I think Seth has been playing great all year. To Cat's point, nothing he can do when it's like he's not getting the feeds he needs. Because I mean, there's guys across the league that want if their line is feeding them, they're moving. Yeah. It's just right now the first line was just not a line that was working. And right. it's not the Winnipeg, on Seth. The Winnipeg game, when we came back three goals, you know who was in front of the net doing the work and getting us there? Seth Jarvis. Like yeah. he's at he's in his position. He's doing what he needs to do. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate. Like honestly, I don't think him we need goals from KK, but I think him and Jarvis have been doing well in their positions they're just not getting the goals to show people that they've been doing their position i think i think kk's been great all season i mean he's him centering that second line that line was working like like kk is not a guy who's going to be a prolific like 30 goal scorer if you get him 20 goals a season he's going to be fine because he's more he's more so of a he's more of an assist guy which you want that you want that in a playmaker he's a playmaker not a finisher and that's what you kind of need when you have uh, a Svechikov, who's a finisher, and Martin Nietzsche, who became a finisher and is also another hybrid playmaker. Those three together worked perfectly, and that's why the second line was absolutely yeah. like dominating other teams. To start I the saw season. someone say that we're that people are freaking out because uh, KK is developing more into a Jordan Stahl than he is into an Aho, and people are wanting or uh, uh, Trocheck and they're like 
but he is, he's more like Jordan Stahl. Like you're not going to get the goals probably, but you're going to mm-hmm. get the effort and the feeding your teammates. Like mm-hmm. some of his in the Calgary game. Oh my gosh. He had some of the most beautiful passes. Like they were like, he was going down and it was a perfect drop pass. And yeah. it was like, he did great. I, I'm yeah. not going to fault him. Well, the thing like, like with the Trocek comparison, Trocek played really well with the hurricanes. Like he was good for us. Like, like you're not going to get Sebastian Ajo out of every single guy we have on this team. It's like guys like Sebastian Ajo don't grow on trees, right? Like it's just not a thing. It's like well, there's a lot of Sebastian Ajos, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> not this one. I, I give you that. I give you that one. Sorry, Sorry. The, the the real Sebastian Ajo. Please stand one. up. <laughs> There, okay, well, there's not a lot of Finnish ones. How about that? There's not that a lot of there's not a lot of Finns because Finns get wins. Oh. Um, but I mean, it's just KK is his own player. Like for me, if he turns into another Vincent Trocheck, not upset about that because Trocheck was a 20 goal scorer every year and he played with some tenacity and he did a lot for the Hurricanes as a second line center. Mm-hmm. Like we put KK there to replace him. If we get the same production out of KK like we did with Vincent Trocheck, I wouldn't be upset with that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be upset. And he's a younger, like we're getting him for a lot younger and for a lot better term. Yeah. Like I don't see a problem with this. I like we're not going to get, like I said, we're not going to get Ajos all over the place. Like we're not going to get, like we're not going to get Andre Svechnikov all over the place either. Like, well, also, like, it's just it, if you're having Andre- a guy replace Trocheck replace Trocek. And so you're like, oh, he should be contributing as much as Trocek was scoring wise. Well, maybe he's not, but Natchez wasn't contributing last year. And now with KK feeding him, he is. So there you've got your replacement right there, if not more. And then every now and then KK is going to get his own goal. I think it's, you're doubling it. You, you, yeah. You're, you're basically, you're getting a two for one bonus in terms of KK's production and Nietzsche's production. Mm-hmm. Like those two guys together have been fantastic. Like I said, you have Svechikov on the left wing with those two guys. Yeah, that line was clicking all the start of the year because I, I forget where it was, but like someone dropped a bunch of stats for like was for Nietzsche and um, Svechikov. Like the first like thirteen games, Bailey, they, Bailey. <laughs> I'm looking it up. They like they were both like a like they were a point per game. Now they think they're like they're point eight something or point seven something. So like after they broke the, after they broke the lineup, like those two guys together were absolutely killing it. So I I understand you want to try to get the first line going, but it's like it's not like that second line should have never been broken up. Like mm-hmm. I understand that you try and you need to figure out something with with like Aho or not uh, Tara Vining going down, but breaking that second lineup was not the option for me. Like so the uh, stats that Bailey yeah the one you're referencing and that Bailey's looking up I don't remember. She'll have to give the exact numbers, but it was pretty much showing how good Svetch and Natchez were doing for the first 13 games. 13 yeah, it was the first 13. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, and the then last, when yeah. the, and then it was the last the last couple when they and they haven't been together since the first their, 13 their, games. Their numbers have dropped. The number, yeah, they went from both of them, I think probably a point and a half a game mm-hmm. um, to barely to under a point. That, yeah, that's so, yeah, that's yeah, that's basically what I was saying. Yeah, it's just that is the problem. Like you took you took your dominant line, broke it up to fix your first line, and now your second line has completely not been together. And those guys are like that's why you look at the numbers 
That's why you look at because after the four game winning streak that we have between Philly, Washington, Tampa, and Buffalo, you look at every game since it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The last eleven games, the Kings have won three. Billy, yeah. stats, give me the stats. <laughs> okay, so this is a different tweet. I know exactly the tweet that you're talking about, Kat, but there's a different tweet that Aaron or Aaron Manning writes ended up tweeting. Andre Svechnikov has had 14 points in the first 13 games of the season. In the next five, he had four points, three of which were the hat trick versus Edmonton. Uh, Martin Natchez had 17 points in the first 13 games of the season. In the next five, he has had five points, two of which were also from that 7-2 Edmonton game. Yeah, like like I was saying, that's the problem. Because if you look at that, the, it's the Edmonton game. That was in the... the We've won three games in the last 10. Mm-hmm. 3-1, 3-1 loss to Toronto. 3 nothing loss to Florida. The 7-2 beating against Edmonton, which still surprised them we did it on, a, on the second of a back-to-back. Yep. At home after losing everything shut out in Florida. 4-1 loss to Colorado. Shut out Chicago and Chicago 3 nothing. Losing to Colorado 3-2 in overtime. Losing to Which Minnesota, we shouldn't have lost that game, but let's we'll Colorado, talk about that. I'm gonna, the, the, the Ron, the Colorado Ron, curses us. Colorado mm. curses us every time we play them. We we leave and we're cursed. Yes, <laughs> and, and that's the Ron, the Ronta goal in overtime that you can't fault him for because that was the tr- that was atrocious net yeah. for, uh, net presence for Ronta in that one. Um, Colorado three two overtime loss. Minnesota two one overtime loss. Four three loss against Winnipeg also in overtime. Getting shut out the day before Thanksgiving against Arizona is four nothing. Losing to Boston the day after Thanksgiving three two in overtime to mean Calgary three two. Like they've won three games since that four game winning streak at the end of October going into November. But there's a but there is a lot of losses. But there's one, two, three, four overtime losses in that stretch. The Hurricanes are like three. What so, so I said ten. Three, four, and three, if my math is correct. Yeah, three, four, and three. That's how we're holding on with those points. <laughs> what is it? What, four, and three, let's just... seven. Oh, sorry, 11, 11 games. I don't know why I said 10. So, so what did I say? So, four. You're so struggling what, with math today. <laughs> three, five, even, and three. three. I can't five, even say it's the morning now because it's not. <laughs> I mean, it technically still is for me, so I'll give you guys a little bit of grace. <laughs> three, they're three, they're three, five, and three in the last eleven games. Yeah, like and, that's in the point. And you know, I'll take an overtime loss to just a loss, but yeah. it's still it's it's not great, especially considering some of them we had the lead, and mm. the other team came back. It's, yeah, and our overtimes have just been which our overtimes at the beginning of the year when we had some shootouts. Which is funny because normally I was like, I would hate it if we went to shootouts. I was like, let us finish it in the normal overtime. But we were doing well. So you would think if we go to shootouts or to an overtime that we'd be fine. Like you'd be like, no, I have confidence. These last overtimes have been terrible between line changes and just. Yeah, Boston's mistakes. Winnipeg, Boston. Sorry. It was four overtime losses, not three. (laughs) My math is bad today, guys. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So, so is three something and four in the last 11, three, three and four. So, I mean, it's still, it's, it's still not great. 
Yeah. Like it's better than like five straight losses, like some of the te- other teams in the league are having. But oh, it's, you mean, oh, you it's mean not... like, sorry, Sam, but Philly? Philly's <laughs> losing streak is pretty bad. I mean, there's a lot of teams that have gone on some <sighs> brutal losing streaks. But I mean, I mean, I'll take I'll take three wins and four overtime losses in the last eleven because you're still talking like you're talking ten points, but you're still dropping a lot in the yeah. process. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just sent you guys the tweet too. I've ended up finding it. The oh yeah, it was so it was Aaron, yeah, so it was Aaron yeah. So one point oh seven per game for Svech in the first thirteen. After that, point eight six. 1.31 for Nietzsche in the first 13.86. Yeah. That was the tweet that was, uh, that's the tweet I was referencing. Was that one? Yeah. Is that, was that exact? And point? after game 13, they have not played on the same line, which just goes to show how big of a, which, which some people, yeah. And which some people argue, they're like, well, they play on the power, the power play together and they're not, not the doing team. anything there. It's very different. We play very well 5v5. And to not have them on that 5v5 is, Crazy, but, but wait, but you're welcome. But, Everyone complained about the power play because now it's the way we're scoring. But, <laughs> yeah. but wait, as Walt Russ says in all caps on his tweets, the Hurricanes in back to back games scored multiple power play goals against Boston and Calgary. So now we can't score on the five on five, but our power play has gone absolutely off in the last two games. Can't have one without the other, oh. <laughs> or can't have one and have the other at the same time. I don't know. Welcome to Kane's hockey. Welcome to Kane's hockey. <laughs> Experiencing Kane's hockey. Yeah. Now, Boston. At least that game was a lot closer than I thought, because me and Bailey were both nervous going into this game. Yeah. Oh. That was an example of the Canes playing to their opponents. Yeah, honestly. Oh, and here's the thing that annoys me so much. Though. So we went, so we went to Thanksgiving with Terrace family. Her dad is a Bruins fan. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so this, so this was before the game. This was before the game. So we go over like, hey, you guys want some coffee? Like, well, sure, we'll take some coffee. So he's got like team specific mugs. Oh, he's working himself into it. <laughs> wait, just wait for this. So he gives Tara uh, an Oakland A's cup. Because he's an Oakland A's fan. Because he's he grew up in the era where like Cleveland sports were so he has right. different teams and different athletics, Raiders, and then he's got the Bruins and stuff like because there's no their hockey over there was non-existent. So he gives her the Oakland A's cup. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna see which one I get. And I'm and in the back of my head, I'm like, <laughs> I hope he doesn't do what I think he's gonna do. He walks out, he hands me the Boston Bruins mug to drink coffee out of him. I'm like, you did this on purpose, didn't you? He winked at me. He's like, Yes, I did. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, you would do that. You would do that oh to me. Oh, my gosh. That's great. <laughs> so, the, so after the game on Friday, I get a notification on Facebook that I got tagged in something by him. Oh, my gosh. I'm, oh and, I told, no. and I told Tara, I swear to gosh, if this is what I think it is, if you tag me in something about the Bruins, it was, a, it, was a, it was a post about the Bruins winning against Carolina 3. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I... That was just... especially, especially, especially coming from that game, because that game. First of all, if we talk about our record with the Bruins last season, mm-hmm. um, where I think they only scored one goal on us. Yeah, we owned them last year. We, we owned, owned them. them last year. Uh, and then the playoffs was a whole different beast. Um, but the especially Herc- talking Herc- about, it's going to win a run. Especially game talking about life. this game. So this Bruins game. Because we were, you know, everyone was so nervous, especially after we had played Arizona and like the Bruins have been really good. Mm-hmm. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. I think the the Canes played really well against the Bruins. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were, they were we, upset. They were mad. They were mad about Arizona. Yes. They want to go into Boston and shut them up. And yes. almost did. Almost did. And almost did. And I'm not. I, I don't think blowing, Bruins, a, blowing a two goal lead though. How do you blow a two goal lead? You, you blow the two goal lead with help from the Boston referees. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. You replace that white with yellow, and they've got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, well, the no, even yeah, even no, the announcers yeah. said the the ref was from Boston. Like he literally was talking about him, and he said a Boston native, and I was like, oh, well, there we go. Um, but I'm sorry, you don't call that penalty on Aho, and then the guy that's supposed to be sitting in the box when we're on the power play goes and scores the next goal. Yeah. Little little sore there. Um the it, the goalie interference, when you look at it, honestly, it could it really is 50-50. I get mad because I've seen us do way less. I think um a, a season ago, I think Fogel maybe had his leg in the blue paint, not even near the goalie, but just grazed the blue paint, and they said it was goalie interference on us. Oh, so I just, I just want consistency. And oh, I was yeah. like, goalie but even Brendan Moore been... said, even well, yeah. Uh, Trip goes, it's less of a rule and more of an opinion now. And mm-hmm. Brendan Moore said in his closing statement, he's like, we're not going to get that call here. You're not. No. You're not going to get it. I mean, you look, you look at the Toronto New Jersey game. Like that goaltender interference against Brat, he touched skates and they called it a goalie interference, even though the goalie was completely fine. Like goalie interference this year has been an absolute joke oh, yeah. mm-hmm. in all games. It doesn't really matter who it is. Goaltending interference, like there, I think it was the Stars against uh, Winnipeg. Jamie Ben literally went through Connor Hellebuck. Like Hellebuck's on the ice. His helmet is not even on. Dallas, which they're scored, supposed to call dead, but Dallas scored the goal with like. 13 seconds left. They reviewed it. Still rolled it a goal. How? Even though Connor Halbuck is not in the net, his helmet is completely off. They still counted that as a goal for the Stars. He's literally laying on the ground covering his head because he's vulnerable. Like, he has no helmet on. He has yeah. he can't even use his hands anyway except to protect himself. And right. they call it a goal. And you're over here and the, so you get that and you let the play continue and potentially dangerous play. But you're not going to call that. But you call us with the Bruins and the puck is still alive and you call play dead yeah. like immediately. Like, come on. Yeah, no, goaltending interference mm-hmm. as a league has been a joke. So, I mean, it's just... Just penalties without... in general have been, I mean, almost just as weird as they were last season too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't but... know if you guys saw that call during the uh, most recent Colorado game, but they ruled the play no injury, no penalty. 
never heard that in my years never of watching you. hockey. This like this year is just a whack season of hockey. I don't know what's going on with this year, but it's just gone absolutely bonkers for the wrong reasons, and it makes no, like we. I've never seen a game where you get three goals called back in the same game. That was crazy. At the last one, yes, I agreed with the third one because you do, it was a kicking. It definitely was kicked. The first two, bad. I think bad. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry. You, if you're gonna, yeah. Number one reason to say that the goal, the the penalties have been bad. Jacob Slavin drew a penalty. That I know. Penalty. Yeah. So as soon as you see that, you're like, oh, this is how the officiating. Or he didn't go. drew a penalty. I had a penalty infracted on it. Well, he, he drew it. Yeah. Well, both. Well, both. They said they said he tripped and the other guy held his stick. And you're like, and even he was like, he held my stick. That's why it tripped him. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's been an absolute joke this year. The other game I can't believe, I mean, Minnesota, Winnipeg got points. The Winnipeg yes. game was bonkers. The fact we were down 3 nothing, came back in the third and that game, overtime. That game's on me. I, I take full responsibility mm-hmm. for yep, that it's game. It's on Bailey. I, yeah, I, I didn't turn it back on. Bailey <laughs> turned it back on. No, okay. I, you know, I'm, I, I'm just glad. I, it, you know what? It's, it's crazy how it almost wore, it almost that worked to where it was like we're <laughs> playing with six guys. Still made it back from three nothing down to tie to fours yeah. overtime. That and that's when our power play was struggling. So yeah. you're like, well, why can't the power play do this? <laughs> right. The, the Honestly, most, though, the most bonkers game I've ever Seth seen. Seth Jarvis year. net front. It was Seth Jarvis net front. The, yeah. That whole that whole game that has to, be, has to go down as the most craziest game this year for us. That's an early contender. <laughs> yeah, most, it would have been most. It would have probably game. been number one if we won. <laughs> yeah. It's I still I still consider it as the most bonkers game this year, just the fact of how we even got to the point. Mm-hmm. The the only other game I want to talk about real quick before we go into everything else because it's already been over an hour and we still got some decent stuff to talk about. <laughs> Happens every the, time. The Arizona <laughs> game. The Arizona game. Ugh. Uh, the, do we have to talk about it? I have a hot take on it. <laughs> this game. Well, if you take the. I forget what goal it was. I think it was either Sveshikov's, the one that got taken away. It was one that got waved off. I forget who it was. I didn't watch much of it. So. I don't think it – there wasn't a waved off goal. He missed He missed an open net. I know he missed an open net with, with a, when you're on a five-on-three power play. I know he missed that. I know there, I thought there was a goal that was called back. Or I don't something. remember hearing anything about it. Okay, me – all these games. I can go back and look at Walt Ruff's thing. Hold on. All these, all these I'm games. Pre- I'm pretty together, sure but... it was just the open one, and I think we hit the post a few times. Um, yeah, but yeah, that, I, you don't miss the open net on a five-on-three. That's just okay. While Bailey looks this up, I'll give you my hot take on this game because I was there. Mm. Um. So we have been we had been struggling. Yep. And honestly, I think the Arizona game, if we had been playing our normal hurricanes hockey and we have been if we have been winning and if we had been playing really well that this game would have come off as a fluke because i honestly don't think to start the game and in general i don't think we played badly when i was there i was like i can see them working i can see them fighting through the struggle to get it in the back of the net i can see them fighting their passes um and to give all the credit to arizona they're scrappy they're bottom of the league but they're not a bad team they're scrappy They're physical. They're slow as molasses, kind of. But that's like we didn't capitalize on our fast players getting around them, which we should have. Their power play isn't bad. It's not. They move the puck better than we were doing. 
And I think they were just getting more bounces and we were getting kind of defeated because we had already been in a slump and we actually were doing what we had been doing against other where we're for Winnipeg when we were throwing the pucks to the net and we were having a net front presence. We were doing that against Arizona, yeah. but Arizona, because they're slow and they're a very defensive team. They were literally, I think it hit off an Arizona. I don't know how many block shots they had that game, but I'm not kidding you sitting there when they took shots, their goalie was good. Uh-huh. But all of our shots couldn't get through their entire team who was in the blue paint when we were shooting. Right. I could, I, that, could tell, I could tell you exactly how many blocks they had in that game. Uh, 30. Yes. 30 block shots. Oh, my and God. So I can see I can see the frustration in the guys that were – so they had, been, they had been struggling. They get to Winnipeg. The Winnipeg, they're like, oh, we have found the solution. We have found what we need to start doing, getting some net front presence, throwing it on there. We have found a way. So then you try to translate that to the Arizona game, which is not working against that team because they are not doing man to They're just literally crowding in front of the net, and it's not. we're not getting any lucky bounces. We're not getting any slip through, like nothing. And so I can see their frustration, and then Arizona keeps getting – we're starting to get frustrated at ourselves, and then they're starting to get some lucky bounces and get some shots in. And so I left that game. I wasn't as disappointed with our team. I mean, it always sucks to get shut out. And it would suck to get shut out against that team. I think it hurt worse because we'd already been struggling and because we had been trying so hard and couldn't get off this losing streak. And so you're like, it has to be this game against one of the worst teams in the league. But if the worst team in the league has a good game for them and you're still struggling and you can't find a way to break what, like you've already, you're actually playing differently than you have been playing and you still can't find it. It's going to be frustrating. Oh yeah. So because you're coming off of three straight overtime losses against Colorado at home, Minnesota and Winnipeg, both on the road, Winnipeg, you should honestly, in my opinion, that's a game you should have straight up lost in regulation. They just got lucky with three goals. I I hate, like, I'm glad they got the point. I'm glad they got the point, but my, but I'm also, like I said, we, I've said this multiple times, we're realists on this podcast. That's a game the Hurricanes should have straight lost. I turned that game off. Like Bailey's talking about how it's her fault that we lost because she turned the game on. I, so I will watch them win or lose. I oh, yeah, always same watch here. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I turned that game because I couldn't stand it because not because we were losing, but the Winnipeg game, we, it wasn't the Carolina Hurricanes. They no. had given up. They weren't, they like, they weren't having fun anymore. Like they weren't even like, shoot, we're trying so hard. And it's not like, there was no fun. There was no trying. It was just like, they were going through the motions and just struggling. It was yeah, so like, hard like, to watch them. Like, like our group chat that we have, like, we were like, like, what is this? Like, what are we watching? And that's the thing. Like, and for me, it's like I said, like you said, win, lose or draw, we're going to be fans. We're going to watch the games regardless, or there's no ties. But you get my point though. It's just. That game was brutal. And for me, it's like that's a game the Hurricanes should have lost. I'm glad I was proven wrong. At least we got a point out of it. But that's a game there should be no right to get back into that the way they did. It's just yeah. the Arizona game. It's disappointing for the fact that you got Valmalkad. Like you got more than goalie. You got Valmalkad. Less like how Toronto did last year. It's the fact that you outshoot them 14 to 1 in shots in the first period, and the one shot was a goal. That I think that's what made me mad more than anything else is the fact that there's no way you go through the first period and the one shot they had on net went in the net. So the- that, yeah. So with that one, 
it's that kind of just shows how the much luck. we're struggling. Well, yeah, the luck, no luck and also how no much luck. we're struggling because that yeah. one goal, it comes off of your two players that have been consistent. So you have, was it, was that Ranta and net or no, it was, it was, it was Piotr. Piotr. So you have Slavin who is Mr. Consistent and like, maybe he should have challenged it more, but in general, that shot, even if it got past him, I think Piotr should have had it. Like it wasn't oh, a yeah. tricky shot. That, so that, that was a lapse on two of your most consistent players. And the yeah, fact yeah. that just because yeah. they're not consistent for one second and you can't turn around and help them like get back into it. Like everyone else needed to step up and be like, okay, well we got to get a goal. We got to get back into this right. just shows how much you're struggling. If you're too consistent, have one lapse and you can't help them get back into the game. Yeah. So, but I was personally, I, I was more disappointed with the Winnipeg game. Oh, I yeah, think no. Ari- Arizona hurt. It hurt. It was like, you know, you're already down and it's a kick when you're down. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah the, here's my thing too. Like their shots on goal, like the Arizona outshot the hurricanes in the other two periods. Like they had 13 and 13. But the Hurricanes still outshot them the entire game, even though they got outshot the last two periods. Just because of the, of the big discrepancy in the first period of 14 to 1, the Hurricanes somehow still won the shots on goal, even though they got outshot the last two periods. Yeah. It's just, and yeah. Zach, after looking back, too, no recalled goals. So this was, oh, just, okay. a, this was just an off game. Why do I think that? Because yeah. I'm just showing you all these wave offs the last two weeks. I mean, I just thought every game got waved off for goals at this point. Yeah. It would have changed the momentum if Spetch hadn't missed that. Oh, um, the, the open net, the open net, yeah, because was a so you're play, coming yeah. off a of first period then where you've outshot them. Yep, mm-hmm. you and then you had a chance to tie it and you miss it straight up. Yep. And you've done everything you think you can't like. They were playing well the first period, they were playing really well, and they were they just couldn't find the back of the net. So, I can you could see their moment like they're just morale and momentum just going down the second and then third period when like the Arizona, like you couldn't get anything past them, and then they were scoring. So, right, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm happy the Bruins and the Calgary game, you've, you've seen the old canes like they're st- they're getting back into it, like they. Right. I think someone said we need to have more uh, dinners at uh, Burns's place because whatever they fed them before the Bruins game got them going. But yeah, it's one. Uh, it's one of those yeah. things. It's it is what it is. But so real quick, so the Hurricanes are actually on a long road trip. So we got Pittsburgh on Tuesday, <laughs> St. Louis Thursday, then they go out. Then it's the LA Kings on Saturday, Anaheim on Tuesday. Three days off in between that to play the Islanders on the Saturday the 10th, and then they play Detroit on the 13th. So they got six road games, but it's like a game off, game off, then it's a game, two days off, then it's Anaheim. So you're you're having two days in between in Southern California. I think this is – isn't this the season ticket holders trip? The Kings Kings game, yeah. Is is it the Kings and Anaheim, or is it just the Kings game? I think it's just Kings. I think it's okay. just the Kings, yeah. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I'm getting confused because I think Jules told me that her and her mom were going to both games. Yeah, because if you were out there, you might yeah, as well. well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but I thought it was for both games. But I think the season ticket holder game is just the Kings, but they said they're going to be out there for both. But then you get three days off to come back out east to play the Islanders, and then you get two more days off, then you play Detroit. It's just – It's bl- brutal. It's, it's we have had so many road games recently and this long stretch like i know we have a ton oh, of home games man. starting Just the new year january jan, january brutal. sucks 
Jared, February even sucks too because we got a bunch of home. We have like two road games that entire month, and a lot and a lot of those games are on the NHL scheduling at its finest. <laughs> Mar- March is a brutal schedule. Even April, like March and March and April, Jan- January to April. It's an absolute brutal schedule. Like recording, and they're saving all the metro games for then, so you can worry about points. <laughs> yeah, like me and Bailey are trying to figure out how we're going to do, the, do how to record because it's just all those games. It's yeah. like that's why I'm like, maybe we need to stop doing the reviews and previews because that's going to be just absolutely that's brutal. Gonna be brutal. Yeah, that's going to be a brutal stretch trying to figure that out too. But I don't know. It's it'll be interesting how the next six games go because you got a metro, you got a metro team against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and. That's pretty much it. Like that's our only Metro game for the next couple of weeks. Because then we got Western Conference for three. Then we get two Atlantic teams. Oh no, sorry. Are the Islanders in the Metro? Yes. I don't know why. Gosh, I forget the way that the way that the divisions are set up is so off to me. I forget that we do have the Islanders in our division with the Rangers. It's just the way that the 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 conference needs to get reset. I'm sorry, this makes no sense of how they have how this conference is set up with the divisions. Yeah, well, especially oh. when they had the they had the weird conferences like. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement a little bit ago because of covid so it's it's, it's yeah just very bring, odd. bring back the old southeast division and just add nashville <laughs> just, just <laughs> do that yeah. i would love i would love the old southeast division back washington i have yet to Wa- do that in nhl 23 yet <laughs> i'm that one what i'm able to download the game onto my playstation is the fact that the wi-fi here is not good for the ps4 mm-hmm. it just won't work in general that's the first thing i'm doing this custom league and then redoing the southeast division and adding nashville to oh, that yeah. division because that's going to be fun oh yeah all right so we are going to take a break for our sponsors we're about an hour and some change in uh luckily there's not a lot left in the second half of the show because it's just we got talking about a certain someone going to the hurricanes hall of fame and then we're doing our forgotten canes so when we come so we're gonna take a quick break when we come back <laughs> we're going to talk about really tool two cool amazing things so we'll be right back after our amazing sponsors here in a second. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the reference of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship 
across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to primalxhockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off, off your order. And it helps and it lets them know that we sent you there and it help us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at primalxhockey.com. Use SEARCHCAST for 20% off your order and make sure to go check them out on their socials at Primalex Hockey, that's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate, uh, amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, if you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at level up snacks. Like I said, 10% off code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up we have our wonderful sponsors at in the clutch apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel. Um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, and we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code surge at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of belly up as a whole. And that is Canada dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general i would definitely say check out candidates they're a great cbd company um out of california and the good thing is it's hemp only no thc so you can just take them whenever you can they're coming in little pouches about 10 milligrams 150 milligrams per can so you get about 15 pouches of those they're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with you know the joint pains, like all the you know playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. We got the Palmy, which is black tea. They got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. They got mango. They got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. They even got the you know, the normal classics like wintergreen and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash bellyup20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com. Then at checkout, use bellyup20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of belly up sports if you go use that discount code of belly up 20 i couldn't recommend these guys enough they're great they're amazing so definitely check out candidates at candidates or just normal if you're looking for more 
of something else past just the normal hemp CBD type stuff. But definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us, the podcast, and also belly up as a whole. So without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. So really great news. <laughs> Sorry for like, no one's no one's everybody's probably so confused. <laughs> so unfortunately this part will never get shown because we don't show the this small break that we usually have in the shows for our sponsors, but trust us, it was it was hilarious to see what Kat was doing. <laughs> behind the scenes but um, <laughs> that was hilarious uh so re- i think it was what yesterday this news came out yeah i think it was yesterday mm-hmm. so, during the game during the so this and and if you've been on twitter you saw the video so there was a certain someone um that because remember because remember me and billy talked about this what was it a few weeks ago when oh, they announced yeah. the hall of fame and we were predicting who would the player because they were going to add one more player and then they were going to add like um, a contributor, which I I'm is it has to either be Forsland or uh, or Chuck Caden. I think it's going to be Forsland, mm-hmm. honestly. But we were predicting what player might be in. I think we're in a consensus. There was one guy. We could, we did say, we did, we did say Jay Willie for a little bit, but we both were cons- like, no, it has to be this guy yeah. to make it make sense. It has to be this dude who has to get into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame with with France with Ronnie Francis. Glenn, Gwen, Gwen, Glenn <laughs> Wesley. Sorry, I cannot talk today. Glenn Wesley, and then Rod Brendamore, and we nailed this absolutely perfectly. And you know what? I'm gonna let my co-host <laughs> make the, say what this is. So, Bailey, who is gonna be inducted into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame with Rod the Bod, Ronnie Francis, and Glenn Wesley? So if you don't already know, you must be living under a rock. Um, my all-time favorite cane, uh, Cam Ward. Mr. Number 30 is going into the Hurricanes Hall of Fame. Wardo. And I could not be more excited. And, and if, you're on, if you're on the YouTube version, Kat's holding up her... Uh, the knockoff Red knockoff Wings Red Wings Wardo jersey, but it has Ward on the back, so that's it, what saves it. Now, the jersey... Knockoff Red Wings! <laughs> I know, no, no. I, mean, I have, I have a Skinner one of that. So, I, but that's what we call it because it literally looks like the Red Wings knockoff jerseys. Because of how the yeah, skin- yeah. <laughs> she even looks at it and goes, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> show Reebok the bottom is- of it because it, it's yeah, it's nice. But we call them the knockoff <laughs> Red Wings jerseys. But like I said, I have a Skinner one of those, so don't feel too bad. But the jersey I am currently I don't feel bad. It's my first jersey. <laughs> I will say though, after you have a after you have a, a, a Adidas jersey and you go back to the Reebok, it's not great. It's not the best. Well, I mean, I have a lot of Reeboks that are pretty solid, but yeah, I mean, I got like I said, I was getting one of those. But I got a bu- I got a bunch of other Reeboks, but I'm, the current because I have the 25th anniversary jersey on right now, and this one is going to be get, sent back to the eye to get Ward on the back of this one. So I am going to have a Cam Ward in the 25th anniversary. I know Bailey. I know you're getting a 25th anniversary. And we am. all know. We, we all. I I knew I was gonna get a 25th with Wardo on the back. It was just a matter of when I was gonna order it. Do it now, now that this has happened. Yeah. I'm getting it now. <laughs> Be, yeah, because Cam Ward is 
obviously, because if you watch the video, they're asking, I hope you're going to be available that night. And Ward's like, I think I'll make time since he lives <laughs> in Raleigh still. Right. He'll be there for the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, so in that Hall of Fame game, if you guys don't know or didn't see any tweets about it or any news about it, um, it is going to be on February 16th. So that's two days before the stadium series. We are playing Montreal that game. I will be there that game. Um, I think all of us will be be there. Yeah, so I'll be there that game. (laughs) Thank thank you, Brad Moore, for the extra ticket to go to that game. So I'll be driving up, driving back, and then driving back to Raleigh the same day that Friday after getting back from the Montreal game. Yeah, that's so I mean, it, it's gonna be awesome. Um, I uh, obviously we're gonna tailgate. We're, oh, yeah. uh, we're, we're obviously tailgating that game for I sure. I hope the friend that I'm staying with doesn't feel too bad that I'm leaving her out in the dust to go tailgate for this game because this is gonna be, yeah, tell her, I, I tell can't her it'll, be, it'll be okay, it'll be okay, like with us three and Jules and hopefully Brad and everyone else. Yeah, we we have to tailgate this game, <laughs> like it's it's yeah. it's the Hall of Fame game. Obviously, I'm, I'm gonna wear my Rod jersey, of course, mm-hmm. because. Yeah. See, it, I was thinking of wearing um what is it? My dad gave me a jersey. Um I was going to wear that one, but if I'm getting my Cam Ward jersey, I can't Oh, oh you are you going to oh you going to wear the yeah, the Ray Whitney jersey? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a solid jersey, but no. I mean, if it's war, if it's going to be Ward to go into the Hall of Fame and you're going to have it before then, it makes sense. So basically we're gonna, we're going to you and me Bailey, we're going to have two of the four inductees on the back of our jerseys that night. It's gonna we be love great. it. Kat, have you figured figured out who your 25th anniversary jersey is going to be yet? Or have you? No, I don't know if I'm going to get the 25th or if I'm going to get the reverse retro. Ah, 25th, 25th. 25th. We also don't don't know what the stadium series one is going to look like. Yeah. Well, I know I'm getting that one regardless, too. The the stadium series jersey is going to be a birthday present for my folks. So I'm already covered for that. So. (laughs) Hey man, think smart, not work smart, not harder. Just I know I gotta figure presents. out. I do have to figure out for the next like since I already do technically have a war jersey. If I want to get his name on it, like because like even though this isn't the nicest knockoff Red Wing jersey, um, <laughs> I, I would still wear. Still, I, mean, I would still I would still wear it though for that night. Yeah, least, it's well, Florida. well, I have to wear it for the foreseeable games because I wore this last night and we got the win. So right now yeah, it has the power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's got, it's got the dojo. It's got, it's got the nice yeah. mojo. So I don't, yeah. So I don't know if I like between that and between it's like, was my first Jersey and it's like older and like yeah. all that stuff. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I want to re- get another war Jersey and like have it compete, right. um, yeah. but I don't know what name I would get on one right now. Um, oh, for the 25th. I, I mean, or, you know, I know a lot of people are like, well, you get what Jordo because he was in that jersey. But for me, it's like I think all the current guys now in these jerseys absolutely work. I mean Yeah. But you, but you, just, already, got, but you already got a slavin. So would you would you get Slavo in another jersey? Probably probably not. I would probably I don't know. Probably not. I've leaned. You got to be careful with who you decide to put on jerseys on the current roster. I know. <laughs> so that makes it hard. I know I'm the the name that comes to mind and you can tell obviously what side of the eyes I really love but like the first name that comes to mind for me to get another one is probably Pesci would be another yeah. honestly the way the jersey. way that the way the twos look on the on these 25th jerseys oh, so I am not upset about that pick I would I would I would actually be all for Brett Pesci either him or Svechikov because you know Svech is going to be here for the next next eight seasons mm-hmm. So, I mean, Svetch wouldn't be a bad one, but honestly, the way the double twos look on the back, 
for bread because i mean we saw for my commodore i mean those ones looked really nice yeah. so i mean for brett's i'd be for it honestly yeah. brett pesci would be a solid also choice. also just i mean i just love my defenders and he played so well last night against mm. the flight like that game winning goal and then if you watch what well, we got him to Arizona the last couple minutes like he was putting in work so. his celebrate the way his like facial like the way he, he looks was, so like oh every like, time he score every time he scores he loses it and the fact that like, my mom is like it's like watching a little boy get so excited about something she's mm-hmm. like he's so cute when he celebrates it's a little so, kid on yeah. christmas yeah like he's, you you get excited like you get excited when anyone scores but it was funny because like the way brett nature, scores it's just the way nature scored so the way nature scored and i think for a minute no one thought it was a goal it was kind of weird because he kind of skated over and was like celebrating but like no one really reacted with him for a second yeah. and it was kind of a more subdued but then when yeah when brett scored it was like that's where all the good photos if you see um when she yeah when she shares them he's just like all out yelling like Mm -hmm. it's fantastic so i I know that help but be proud for papa pesci too uh, oh i was gonna say like you know who would you know you know who would also love to see someone rocking a brett pesci 25th anniversary jersey would be brian I, t- I tweet him every time every time brett does something great i'm like that's your son and i'm like obviously <laughs> he knows it but i'm proud for you <laughs> he, brian is such a good dude like he is he so is. great he is he's a great follow on kane's twitter he's just out so yeah i would say if if it's anyone that's not slavo brett would be a great pick for the 25th yep. in my yep. opinion so my, on the probably, current yeah. roster it's probably as pesci's fetch for me yeah, so we'll, we're, see. we're all I here. Mean, I might be getting two jerseys. I mean, we're coming out with like three this year, so yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so so rewinding back to Cam Ward real quick because <laughs> uh, no, you're well, I mean, we were talking about you know, jersey because well, cool because I asked you what kind of 25th anniversary because we were talking about Cam Ward's gonna be on Bailey's. This one's gonna have Cam Ward. I'm waiting for my my Rod Brendan Moore one to come in, so it made sense, it ties in perfectly. But I have to go back to Cam because we have to talk about Cam Ward because it's he's a legend. <laughs> So, per the Carolina Hurricanes news release um, from David and those guys, awesome, awesome group. Um, so, Cam Ward played 668 regular season games with the Hurricanes over 13 years from 2005 to 2018. His record, 318 wins, 224 losses, and then 84 overtime losses. Um, 2.7 goals against average, 909 save percentage which is actually made 27 shutouts. It would have been, per- it would have been perfect if he had 30 shutouts. That would have oh, been that would so have been great. Good. That would have Cam, been so you got to play at least three more games. Come on, buddy. <laughs> uh, 41 playoff appearances with the team, posting a 23-18 and 18 record, 238 goals against and a 917 save percentage and four shutouts. He also holds the record – Goaltending record for uh, – in uh, sorry. Holds – games played – Wins and shoutouts, both the regular season and the postseason. He also leads all Whalers slash Hurricanes goaltenders in career goals. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business. With our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. With one. Oh, I remember that game, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Great game. <laughs> Great game. So we do have a goalie goal. Uh, 11, <laughs> I... 11 assists and 12 points. And his 668 career games played ranks eighth, eighth among all players in franchise history it's crazy. like even it's like his first game like he got drafted in the 25th overall in the first round in the 2002 draft um his first win was in his first start on october 7th this was against the penguins because he stopped mario lemieux uh zimig palfi and Sidney crosby on consecutive shootout attempts to earn the win like and of course you know postseason wins with 15 that was a record but unfortunately was broken 214 goals against average in that playoff. And he got the con Smythe. Becoming the fourth rookie netminder in the NHL history to win the award. Like Cam freaking Ward, as we say here. Not just Cam Ward, Cam freaking Ward. Damn the damn. <laughs> he he is gonna be a Hurricanes Hall of Famer with Rod. What with Wesley and with Fra- uh, Ronnie Francis? Now just retire so. his number. I don't. It has to be at this point. <laughs> next year, next year we're gonna next get a Cam Ward. We're gonna get a Cam Ward retirement. Give me more things to be excited about for that man. So basically, <laughs> so basically, Bailey, get ready to come out next season then for Cam cool. Ward. If you're yeah. out there for Cam Ward retirement, no, night, no, I'm, I'm gonna, absolutely like I can't miss that game if that ever happens. Yeah, that would be no. absolutely. I have to say that I know this is not our team, but the way the Blackhawks did the Marion Hosa retirement night, fantastic. And I would love to see one in person for the Hurricanes for Cam Ward. Because obviously, we, you know, we all saw, you know, when they did for Rod and they did for what, you know, for Ryan Francis and Wesley. But to see one of like Cam Ward would mm-hmm. just be amazing, too. Oh, yeah. No, just just the you, stories in the video montage. So, Kat, be prepared to hold a ticket for me for that night <laughs> when it happens. So, you, so, we don't think, I mean, I know that, so they announced this going in the Hall of Fame. So, we don't think they'd retire his number the same night. They're going to hold off on it. No, because no. They, they would have to, they would have to announce that for the league to uh, okay. have like, you know, so people can watch if they're not there in a whole thing like, like that's it's got to become a whole big thing and i don't think they're going to a single night yeah like they're not they're, i mean they're already doing the hall of fame night for those guys i don't think cam would have to get his own night mm-hmm. um in my so i that i think that's going to wait a little bit but, right but i obviously my of course so let's real quick let's do our favorite cam ward moments of us watching him for okay. me for me, <laughs> we know what one yours is, huh? Billy, why don't you take a guess which one mine is for Mr. Cam it's, the same, it's the same for me, too. Oh, are you talking about the chicken wing save in, in, oh, game, yeah. in game seven against the Oilers? And I was and I was on the side of the ice where he did it, too, which makes it even better because I saw this right there in the corner mm-hmm. as he threw that leg out 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I, was, not, that I was old enough to, not that I was old enough to witness it, but just going back and looking at saves that my favorite goalie never. Well, I mean, you watched the, you watched the game on. TV. I did rewatch. I was able to watch the entirety of the game, but I had also seen clips. Well, of course. That, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, it, it yeah. Just, like looking at all of, like Cam Ward's best moments. Like that is the one that I just thought it was funny. You were like live tweeting a game from like 2006. I know. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> I wonder what's gonna happen. It's like we well, all know what happened. I, I felt like you guys could share in my. Oh yeah, we have to. Dinners, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but no, you yeah, guys had chi- to share the moment with me. The chicken wing save from Cam Ward in Game Seven against Pisani was just. Oh, it's so great! It's a chef's kiss. So Hang in the Louvre. Just mm-hmm. you, you love to see it. If they don't put that picture in wherever they're putting the Canes Hall of Fame. Oh, it has in to be. That was that, that, that was the save. Up. That was the save of Game Seven. The save. All right, so Cat Hunter, favorite camera moment. I love, I love his goal. The goal, the goal. <laughs> fantastic. The fact <laughs> it was an empty <laughs> netter, but it's just like goal. it was. And like to be fair, like it was like Pico. a mistake. Pico. It was more of a mistake by the other team, which is the Devils. Yeah. Um, but yes, it has to be against the Devils. I love it. But I just love like it's just it's goalie goals are rare, but yeah. that's just I mean just yeah. to add to how great he is. Oh yeah, I love it. And I mean and and you know him can never forget the Stanley Cup like all the all the great memories. But the Con, the Con Smythe, all that yeah, just the Con Smoth. <laughs> are, are, are the Connie Smythe as ESPN kept calling it? <laughs> Oof. All right. So we are going to our forgotten canes segment of the ship. We were going to do a little bit of a twist today. So instead of doing our, our usual, oh, let's look up a former hurricane and talking about them real quick. Um, we are going to do that, but we're going to do our all-time favorite Carolina Hurricanes. So it's going to be a no-brainer. For at two, least one of us, if not both of us. Two, two of us are going to pick. Um, so we're going to start with our guest first. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Start with me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I wonder. Are you guys? Are you? Do you have guesses of who mine is? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, is well, it a certain well, number one shutdown defenseman in the NHL? I wonder. I mean, you just know me so well. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, because I'm thinking, like, we've only known you for like what a few months now. I'm like, I don't know if she has a favorite. Like all time so before yeah, like, Slavin, before Slavin, I would have said Ward. I would have said Ward was my okay. favorite. Okay, see, you two is... are absolutely twins. I am. It's it's it shouldn't shock you at this point. <laughs> no, it's not. But that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, who is Cat's all time favorite hurricane? Because like, no, I think your all time favorite like... is Slavin. But before Slavin came along, mm-hmm. well, right. Okay, I should say, I should say who's her favorite hurricane before Jacob Slavin because. We've only known. No, but that's not what the segment's about. It's about who's your all-time favorite cane. Right. Also, I can't say I can't. I couldn't do a ward anyway because I mean I think someone else is gonna. (laughs) I wonder who. It's it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anywho, cat. So if anyone's been living under a rock, um, let's talk about number seventy-four, Jacob Slavin. Uh, All right, Um, all right, Billy. Let's kick back real quick and just uh, just just uh, just just relax. Yeah, just relax a little bit. <laughs> grab a beer. Grab some popcorn. Let's just okay. So he is a he is a Colorado native, and it 
it, it's wild to me. He's only, I think, a year older than me. Uh, but anyway, what he, yeah, it's what? weird. It's very weird. <laughs> oh, wait, how old is Jacob Slavin? He was born in '94. I'm older than Jacob Should I do that? Oh <laughs> Should I do that math for you? <laughs> no, I'm older than Jacob Slavin. Oh my gosh. Wow. He's a youngin. Yeah. He's a lefty and he's uh six foot three. And he what, so what's he a, played... what's his sign? What's his sign? <laughs> I'm I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I can give it to you. Um, <laughs> So he started in 2010 with the Colorado Thunderbirds, 16 and under. Um, and then he a couple of years and he went to the Chicago Steel and then was in Colorado College. And then he played one season with the Charlotte Checkers. And the Canes were like, that's the one. We want him. And <laughs> he has been a hurricane ever since, since uh 2015. So he was kind of in the kind of in the end of the dark error um he you play it was a beautiful pairing of him and brett pesci for a while um we we talk about how burns and slavin are a good shutdown team honestly there's no better shutdown team than brett pesci and jacob slavin together you won't get the offensive part of it but you'll get a hell of a defense um he has played in an all-star game. He was a substitute for that all-star game because Dougie Hamilton got hurt. Um, but during Still the, Still yes. And he won the accuracy um, award because he hit all of the targets. And then he has also won the lady being Memorial trophy uh, because he is the gentleman and he doesn't do anything wrong ever. Um, <laughs> well, he, well, he, he should have won a back-to-back seasons, but you know, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah. He, 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 should, he should also have a Norris at this point, too, but we also won't talk yes. about that. No, we'll talk about it. Um, so, <laughs> technically, he should have the Norris, but because the definition of the Norris has changed, um, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say players like Kel McCarr shouldn't have it. I think players like Kel McCarr totally agree. Um, that's why um, recently uh, Frank, Sarah... Saravalli? Saravalli. has uh, put out an article about talking about the NHL's number one defenseman. And who do we think that is? Jake Ryan, McDonough. <laughs> Ryan McDonough. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan McDonough. <laughs> You're off the podcast now. No, get that slander out of here. <laughs> can, can one really get kicked off his own podcast that he started? Is that We're possible? Making an executive decision. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. Um, so, <laughs> moving past that. Um, <laughs> so he goes on to list... Um, all of the shutdown defensemen in the 22-23 season. Um, talking about uh, Jacob Slavin is the top of the list. With total denials, he has six. Uh, with carry denials, he has nine. Um, defensive zone de- deflect turnovers, um, three. Uh, defensive zone pass interceptions, 12. And he is honestly, I don't, what's, I don't know what his plus minus is right now, but he leads the team normally with time on the ice and um, has the most takeaways. He had the most takeaways in the NHL since the beginning of his NHL career for a while. I haven't checked it recently. Um, this man, I'm sorry, he, again, can do no wrong. He got a penalty recently. 
shouldn't have been a penalty. Shouldn't have been a penalty. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Like, there was a point within two seasons he had like two pims. Like he had two penalty minutes in like what two seasons combined for clearing the puck over the glass. What a gentleman! And and I know. Even then, he apologizes when they show that uh, clip at the at PNC. He's always like, "Sorry about that." Um, but it's it's just it's interesting because so he put, does the most time on the ice, but he consistently like I, my favorite montage is him shutting down players like McDavid and Drysaitel. If you actually look at our record with the Oilers, I think the last. McJesus goal we have against us, I think, is an empty netter. I don't even think it's like an actual goal. No, um, he's, oh, I mean when Slavin's on the ice. Yeah, well, I think what's what's the the last time that McDavid scored on us? He had an empty netter. No, he scored on he scored, no, he on, scored us. on us too. That, that's that seven two game. But he Jacob Slavin wasn't oh, on the ice game. for it. Jacob yeah. Slavin wasn't on the ice. That's my point. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, the last time Slave was on the ice when when, Mc, when McDavid scored, yeah, it was an empty netter, but yeah, if it was like a, a legit goal. Yeah. Not yeah, but he McDavid did score in that seven two game. Okay. But he that, finally broke his his scoring drought against us because he hadn't scored on us. He didn't score on us last season. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, he scored on yeah, it was it was where he walked the entire defense, but that was like five two at the time. Yeah. So so anyway, that's my man. <laughs> That's my all-time favorite hurricane. Um, I mean, you'll never. He's an alternate captain. Um, literally, everyone. Every time someone comes to the Canes, they have nothing but good things to say about him. Um, Brent Burns has been raving about him since his defensive partner since he came to the Canes. Um, so interesting yeah. little stat we were talking about plus minus for the regular season, and this is for this season. He averages just over about a period. Uh, of on ice time so around 20 21 minutes um this year or this regular season so far his plus minus is three plus three his career plus minus 115 oh sir <laughs> sir 115 yeah you'd love to see it i mean plus he's a girl dad so you can't go wrong with that mm-hmm yeah. Yes, he adopted a, a cute little girl, and then they have uh, they have a son. Um, but honestly, all around good guy, good player. Happy to have him on the Canes. Yep. Yeah. Well, there you Zach. Go. No. <laughs> no, you got to go next. <laughs> oh, I have to go next. You have to go next. <laughs> okay, well, fine. I mean, at this point, I mean, at this point, I mean, is who it really a shocker who? Who doesn't know yours either? Yeah, it's. Is it the forgotten cane segment or is it the obvious cane? Segment? <laughs> it's the obvious cane segment. We'll go with that. So, take a guess who my all-time favorite cane is. I'll I'll let you take a guess on who it might be. Hmm. Is it a certain head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes? One could say. One could. One, one could say. say. One could say he could be the current head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh Potentially a man that I don't know if he can breathe out of his nose because of how many times it's been hit. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're also talking about a guy who literally could jump over the boards right now, probably get a tuck or two, draw a fight, you yeah. know, you know, uh, who pretty much could probably out bench his entire team outside of Brent Burns. Yeah. Um, I mean, did he win a Stanley Cup with the team? Possibly. I, maybe, maybe back maybe. in 06. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, he he is from Ottawa, Ontario. Was drafted ninth overall in the first round of the '88 entry draft, 
by the St. Louis Blues, funny enough, um, he did his amateur team was Michigan State, uh, for a fun fact. Uh, he was also a Philadelphia Flyer at one point. So, I mean, don't talk about that. (laughs) Not important. The funny part is, he actually wasn't 17 to start his career with the Hurricanes. He he was actually, he wore number 27. Hmm. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. The 99 2000 season, he was number 27 for a season. Uh, He also was part of the 8990 all rookie uh, NHL team. And he's a two-time Selkie winner. Uh, let's see. He had, when he was with the Hurricanes, over his 10 years, which is more than every, any other team because he was with St. Louis for two and Philly for nine, 20 years in the NHL for this guy, 694 games played with the Hurricanes, 174 goals, 299 assists for 473 points. They call him... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you run a small business, you need the most from every investment. That's why Comcast Business gives you more, like our new gig speed Wi-Fi, plus unlimited data, all on the largest, fastest, reliable network for small businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Don't miss our special holiday offer. And ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Call today. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Rod the Bod. He is an absolute beauty of a man. It's one Rod Brendamore. Shocker, I know. Shit. I'm shocked. Should, shocked. should be. The only shock is that he is not in the Hall of Fame yet. Yes. The only shock. <laughs> do not. Do not get me started. Hey, I, I have a weird feeling about this year. I, I have, like a, I have a feeling. Because do you remember the graphic that the NHL posted and it had both Rod Brendamore and Justin Williams on it? I feel like Jay Willie's not going to get no, into the fact no, because like, you look at the because you look at the like you have like Alexander Mogilny who still isn't in after a decade is an absolute joke because that guy mm-hmm. he was a, he was a he, he scored over sixty goals. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is a stud. Like he defected from Russia at the time, which was still the USSR. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I love. Something. I love game Mr. Game Seven, but I don't. I don't think he should get in over Rod. I mean, the whole, no, I don't think he should get in over Rod at all. But just to sit in, to think he's in the conversation, not just for the Canes too. You got to think he was a game Mr. Game Seven for the Kings as well when he was right. There. Here's the thing: when you have Rod Brendamore, McGillany, Corey Crawford, put Corey Crawford in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, like the guy won two Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. I mean, he. he there, there's even talks like some of the guys on that team said that he should have won a con Smythe in the 15 playoffs. Yeah. No, I so believe I mean, it. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, but yeah, Rod Brandon needs to, so my three got, if I'm picking three, three players that should get in this year for next year's hall of fame class, it has to be Rod McGillany and Crawford. And that's it. Well, yeah. That's my opinion. But yeah, that's for the fact that Rod right. still isn't in the hall of fame is an absolute joke. Cause he should be, but 
that's a conversation for another time. But yeah, obviously, my guy is Rod Burnamore. Shocker, I know. It's yeah. It's, it's I I'm I'm floored. Floored. I <laughs> shocked. Shocked. This is my shocked face. <laughs> I'm shocked. Shocked. Well, a little shocked. If we're going by shocked, Fry I tell from, you. yeah, if we're going by so, Futurama, it's shocked. I say, but not that shocked. So, for anyone that is not already floored with our first two picks, what is Bailey's pick? <laughs> Bailey, let's go three for three on flooring people for <laughs> shock factor. So, my guy, this um, dude, he's this a dude. dude, this, this dude, menace. In the crease. <laughs> um, so a little bit of background. Um, he is from uh, Sask- or Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, or however. He is a fellow boy. Canadian. He's a sa- yeah, 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 you're right, Saskatchewan. You're yeah. Good. So uh, he started his career uh, with the Canes. Uh, first round, 25th pick overall. Uh, in the 2002 draft. Um, Looking at career stats, uh, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, 701 total games played, uh, not just with the Canes, but overall in his career. Uh, 334 wins, uh, 256 uh, losses, 88 uh, overtime losses. Um, His saves, 20,102. His goals against 1,843. His goals against average 2.74. His save percentage 9.908. He has had 27 shutouts and has played 40,319 minutes total. Um, He did not spend his entire career with the Canes. Um, He was traded to Chicago and played for or in Chicago just a little bit before signing a one day deal with the Hurricanes to retire with the Hurricanes. Um, He did win a Stanley Cup. Uh, He was the Conn Smythe winner that year as well in 06. It is one Mr. Cam Ward. (gasps) Chicago <laughs> likes taking our goalies. They take Wardo, they take Mrazic. Mm-hmm. They just want to take our extra goalies all the time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but hey, thank you, Chicago, for Tava Teravinen and Brian Bickle. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. So yeah, everybody's so shocked. Yeah. I mean, Kara, are you surprised that it was Cam Ward? I mean I'm surprised I'm the only person that picked a life like so far lifetime hurricanes player. Mm-hmm. My guy has played nowhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. To be fair, he's young. (laughs) He is young. Give him time. Actually, no, don't give him time. He's going to be a hurricane for life. Honestly, I don't My guy played in the league in the 80s, but all right. (laughs) (laughs) In the 90s, but okay. I'm just saying. But yeah, no, I don't don't see a world where our guy goes somewhere else, but or my guy goes somewhere else, but I love all of our picks. I'm curious to see how long he's going to play for, because hasn't he talked about like he doesn't really want to play for forever? Oh. If he has, I have decided to ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he he's also to... got. He's also a player. He doesn't get plagued by injuries as mm-hmm. other players do as much yeah. because he's smart and he doesn't just run into anything that moves all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. but but yeah, no. It'll, I I I love all our picks. Honestly, these would all be my picks if I like if I didn't pick Slavin. These would be. 
high on my list to pick next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've had, we've had a lot of good guys on this team, but I mean, the three we picked, yeah, Mint. yeah, they're all they're all dependable for yes. sure. Oh yeah, a, bu- a bunch of beauties, a bunch of beauties if you think about it. <laughs> like I said, if Rock is still jumping the ice and you know knocks some people out and scores some goals at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. That's some grit we need. Rod, dress up and put yourself in the game. Why not? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a rule against that, is there? He's <laughs> getting kind of... paid by the team. Just put him out there already. <laughs> yeah, you know, when he's not getting fined $25,000 by the league for, mm-hmm. you know, questions and calls. The truth. <laughs> yeah, who would have yeah, thought, right? I mean, oh, man. So much for is. freedom of speech. <laughs> not to in Gary, the NHL. Welcome, no. welcome, to Gary, welcome to Bettman's NHL, where Things don't make sense, and they never will make sense. Nope. But no, but I think it's gonna wrap up the show. And Bailey, you know what I realized that we didn't do last show? Hmm. We didn't tell anyone where to find the podcast or find us. We just ended the show and just left. <laughs> <laughs> like, happy I mean, Thanksgiving. We're out. <laughs> I, mean, I think pretty, pretty I think pretty much at that point. I think we we're both I, well, we were pretty heated that entire episode. Mm. Because people were calling for Rod's head, so I think we. Yeah. Kato, you probably listened. Like we, we, we were, pre- we were, we were pretty steamed that episode. Yeah. You were probably honestly, you were probably as steamed that episode as I was after the Arizona game when I. People walked out fine, but I heard people booing, and I was I got heated because I mm-hmm. I'll yeah. never boo our team. I mean, Ever. again, it's they were like it's like the Canes of the dark era, and I was like, no, it's not. It's no. definitely. Oh not. no. You no, and, they were, and then and then some people were like, "Well, we didn't boo them then, so they deserve it." I was like, "It's a different team." Like, what? And so between that and calling for Rod's head, I was I wait. We didn't, boo, we, we, didn't, we, didn't boo, we didn't boo them then, but it's deserved now. Like that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense at all. They were like, "How dare? How dare they have a bad game?" I was like, "I'm going to go to your work and boo you." <laughs> when you <laughs> have a bad day. But anyway, yes, move those spreadsheets faster. <laughs> you stayed at uh stayed after hours because you didn't finish the assignment i'm just following you going boo <laughs> be, be like be like that old lady from the princess bride boo boo <laughs> which, is pheno- which is a phenomenal movie by the oh, way princess it's a bride movie. is just it's a classic but I, yes i was also between between that and between you know calling for rod it's we had some crazy times um november is November's been a month, but hey, we're almost out of it, and we're going into December with some crazy road games. Yeah, um, and yeah. I, for one, am hoping one of those road games, which is on my birthday, will be a win, and the rest of them will be wins, and we'll go into Christmas very happy. So what there game? We- so what game are you hoping it's a win? Well, I hope they're all wins, but my birthday is the tenth, and I think it, we have an away game that day. I mean, obviously we have an away game that day. Is it against the? Um, is it against the Ducks? No, Detroit. Detroit. Let's see. Uh nope, it's uh at the Islanders. Ah. Oh, all right. We got so even Islanders more. Then. We definitely need a win. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go then. So we definitely need to beat the Islanders then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think by then we might be on episode fifty at that point. Oh well, no. Maybe episode forty nine. Maybe. Yeah, we'll be just about there. It'll be close. It'll be it'll, it'll be a, it'll be after, but we'll we'll tell Cat happy birthday on episode fifty. Be like <laughs> after, but it'll be all right. But. So before we let everyone go, because thank you for everyone who stayed for these two hours of straight just shenanigans that we've. So, <laughs> it's actually I that's like what I, they I, tune I, in for, Zach. It's what they tune in for. <laughs> I actually do. I we, I kind of miss our free flowing shows that we used to do. Mm-hmm. We, I think we got a little too rigid with the 
yeah recaps and previews so we're going back to the free-flowing shows so don't worry <laughs> those are back don't have to hear us ramble on about stats all day so. yeah before we let everyone go after this two-hour show cat where can people find you on the socials and all that good stuff yeah um so if uh, twitter hasn't died yet um so <laughs> you know, you know, nothing has changed on twitter it's not gonna die everyone relax honestly if you think it's if you think it's more of a hell place now it's honestly no it's always been this way it's just it's It's coming out more nothing nothing, (laughs) nothing's really changed i've seen no difference (laughs) um but yeah you can find me there at caniac chick it's chick without the k um and then um at the time where we thought it might die um you can follow me at on instagram i don't really it's more of a personal and i like don't I'll talk canes and I'll post some things, um, but it's uh, the cat's meow, the dot cat's meow, all one word. Um, and then, of course, you can follow me on TikTok. Um, it's uh, Catergy, K-A-T-E-R-G-Y, and the number 74 for my favorite defenseman. Jeez, who would have, I wonder what that 74 stood for. I never figured out. Until <laughs> never. I, do have to say, I do have to say, the whatever orchard you go to for the apples on your Instagram it's fantastic it's it's beautiful there it's nice it's a it's like a it's an orchard and it's got like um uh uh apple cider and stuff there too like you can get apple cider slushy like it's like a whole big thing i'm a big hot i'm a i'm a i'm a big hot apple cider person so if you say apple cider i'm there like yeah it has it has uh it has yeah it has apple cider and then it also has like bold rock as part of like in it so you can buy oh. bold rock and you can get slushies and wine slushy like it's really it's really nice Ooh. bold bold rock's a very underrated beer in my opinion it's pretty good if you like the more traditional it's a little, it's a little sweet it's a little sweet i, I like it i i i i I'll admit i drink red's apple ale and i drink bold rock i mean i, I like more of like those type of flavor mm-hmm. i've been to college man <laughs> lights and all that is just I'm, I'm we cool have with, like, more. there. You can find water at water fountains elsewhere. <laughs> See, I was <laughs> for the Bud Light. <laughs> I was the opposite. My college life yeah. was all Bold Rock, and so I was like, "Ooh, Bud Light! I don't want some nasty water. It's fine." Yeah. I yeah, grew up with my dad who drank IPAs and all that stuff. I couldn't getting into college. I I was too cultured. <laughs> yeah. See, Kat, at least you got lucky. You were a little more of like, "Oh, look at this. We can actually enjoy it," rather than be like, "Oh, this is." terrible what are we doing mm-hmm. with our lives so it makes sense bailey where can people find you on the socials so you can find me on twitter at bailey curtis and that's bailey with two y's uh lots of hockey content um you can find me over on instagram where i actually have just recently made a post for the first time in months <laughs> oh it's crazy um, now, now that's surprising <laughs> no uh you can find me over on instagram at bailey lynn curtis um and then uh, with finally getting things uploaded onto the YouTube uh, channel for the Surgecast and finally getting that back out, uh, you can find me or find the podcast over there at or the Surgecast. Make sure you go subscribe, uh, like past videos, uh, look one, out there for drops. <laughs> right when it drops. Um, like, rate, then, subscribe. Yeah, and then uh, leave comments down below. Uh, turn the, who's turn your the favorite? bell on. Yeah, turn the, turn the bell, bell on. on. Uh, and who's your favorite hurricane? Leave that in the comments down below too. I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts if any of them aligned with ours or if you've got somebody completely off the board. We should do that. Every episode we should make, we should do something where it's like drop, like do like something in the comments and like mm-hmm. whichever the best one we like, we should pin it. So we yeah. should do that. For, yeah, so after Absolutely. every episode, we should do like 
like leave your answers of whatever, like insert whatever to whatever question and yeah. put your answers below. Which one's our favorite? We'll pin it. So we need to do that for yeah. all of our YouTube Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, you can find me on Twitter at one sure Zach. It's only sure Zach. It's just spelled out. It's not the number. Um, you can find the podcast over there at the search cast. We do have a link tree um, in our bio. You can um, go check out where you can listen to the podcast. Also check out our amazing sponsors, show them some love. Cause then you also help support us as well. If you support them um, and all that good stuff. Um, I am on Instagram at Zach R Martin 22. I'm yeah, it's a mixed bag of stuff that I share on my story. It could be D and D it could be sports. It could just be whatever, whichever I feel like sharing at the time, because you know, it is what it is. I'm, it's more of like my personal stuff that I usually post over there. Um, if you want to read my articles, I'm actually with Phil pass hockey uh, covering the checkers in the AHL. So you can check me over there at FPH checkers. Um, just actually just dropped. So we're dropping this episode today. So the article also dropped uh, talking about the Tay Bear toss game last night um, in Charlotte. So if you want to go read that, go give that uh, a look and, you know, just support me over there as well. It's actually kind of cool to, to be writing about hockey again. And of course it's a, it's a former, obviously a Carolina hurricanes team that used to be an affiliate. Actually I did, did, I did an you article did, about, did. I did, did, um, the top three checkers jerseys of all time. And I, there's two of them that are Canes inspired. So definitely go check out that article as well. But yeah. So thank you for everyone who's been here for the last two hours. Listen to us just rant and tangent. And... We hope we made your day fun. And if you're driving, made the drive go faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever this does drop this afternoon, uh, hopefully you enjoy our almost 30 minutes talking about Thanksgiving and a little bit about Harry Potter. Cause we like, to, we like to be well-rounded on the search. Cast we do. We like to have fun here, but until next week for episode 24 of season two of the search cast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. I'm Kat. <laughs> and we'll see you next time here. to this Belly Up Media production. Some said, we'd go belly up. So, we made it our name. And, we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.